0: Everybody and welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me as always is my wonderful friend Druid. Druid, how you doing, dude?
1: You know, it's been another. It's it's just been another marvelous uh, day in Birmingham, UK. Uh, look, guys, we know that the the news is. It's tough at the moment. There's a lot of tough things going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, but remember that the sun's still shining. I looked out this morning and I saw uh, the usual uh, collared doves babbling along on the windowsill. Uh, squirrels doing their thing, finding their nuts that they hid away in winter. Remember that life goes on. And the Ginger Talks podcast is here to. Uh usher you into the age of Aquarius.
0: let's go yeah it's it's so at time of recording uh things in the world are a little a little tense, a little tough, a little rough, but we are gonna continue to try to bring you just some fun, happy times mm. you know
1: yeah, yeah, I'm sorry I even mentioned it, but like. Let us be this, like, uh, I I was about to say, hour in your day that you can switch off and just uh, enjoy some free from talk, uh, courtesy of the faintest streamer in the West. But um, (laughs) an hour is like unkind. We realize that you sit with us for over two hours on average. Mm -hmm. And uh, yo, I've got a campaign here to you, the listener. We've been looking at the numbers. We know you're there.
2: Yeah.
1: Numbers are going up. The podcast has never been in better shape. We're doing better than when we started. Yeah. And isn't that the point? So thanks for thanks for uh, spending all these fucking untold hours with us. Yeah. Uh, a pleasure to continue just numbing that brain of yours so you can go into work. And pretend to enjoy the company of your co-workers.
0: Yeah, it, we we appreciate the you know everybody who's hanging out with us and listening and you know just taking taking the time out of your day to just have a good time with us, whether you're listening and laughing or you're giving in-depth commentary in your head about whatever kind of horse shit we're babbling about like it's mm. it's appreciated especially with how things are in the world right now so
3: yeah
0: we, we love privilege. you guys
1: a privilege to be part of your daily distraction oh i guess it's weekly uh, let's not do this every day i don't think that would work but Fuck. um uh, <laughs> more like like abc mornings um
2: <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, today the sun's out in New York City. Uh, um, no.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the... Uh, like, waking up in New York City and just hearing the fucking sirens and pretending you don't live in a fucking, like, actual GTA. Um,
0: <laughs> Facts, though. I'm
1: walking, I'm walking here. <laughs> uh, um... So, yeah, yeah. T- um. Also... It just seems like talking about the growth of the podcast. It seems like just yesterday, Ginger and I were recording a little episode while she was away at a con, uh where we had like a massive circle jerk about the fact we had a hundred unique downloads. Can I just say, guys we have quadrupled yeah, since then it has grown so much uh so just taking some time a rare moment of 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 feeling and honesty from me here to say, thank you very much for sticking with us,
0: yeah, and it I would be remiss if I didn't bring up that we've launched a patreon. We're finishing up everything with the merch shop at this point, and like uh we we already have some patrons, and they are helping cover the costs that it is to do this podcast, you know, things like doing the merch and running our website and uploading it onto all of our platforms and getting our tracking and stuff like, thank you. Yeah. Like red, uh, you know, big thanks yeah. to red, big thanks to toaster, ADD toaster and big thank you to lava monster. Like you guys are our first patrons and that f- means the absolute world to us.
3: mm.
1: Mm. And you know, people that have been with us since the absolute beginning, uh, just showing that support means the means the absolute world. Absolutely, and, and and you know, it it helps give us a kick up the ass to just keep like trying to push it out. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: also, you know, and I know that the sponsors are listening. I know, I like, I know you're there. Uh, if you know, if you want to talk a little bit more about our exponential growth in the last months because it has been exponential. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, Raid Shadow Legends, first and foremost. Ugh. Um, Gross. You know, uh, you can, you, my business email isn't easy to find, but if you find it, <laughs> then uh, consider your quest complete, and I will sell out on a dime for <laughs> next to nothing. If you've, you know... If you've got a boutique independent um, deodorant made out of moss at home that you've been culturing in your mum's basement, I will adorn my body with that for a calendar week and talk (laughs) about it on the podcast for a small fee. (laughs) So please find that business email. Give us your fucking money. (laughs) Give us the money.
0: Give us the money. Give us your money. So, uh, really, all of that stuff being said, though, uh, truly heartfelt thank you. And with that, he's been sitting there, nice and quiet, and and not almost
1: too, almost too quiet. Trying, if you ask me
0: trying to be nice and polite and respectful. But uh, this week, our guest is my good friend, uh, and just absolute just chaos monster. Uh, chew Toy Thirteen. Hi Chewie. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I was I was doing my best not to
4: bust out laughing that entire time. I was trying to be like respectful of the process, but fucking uh,
3: shit, Drew <laughs> No,
1: oh, uh, no, please, by all means, um, you know, uh, it's like it's like a a bullfighter getting thrown rose petals after slaying his um slaying his quarry.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, Chewy, you you are free to to roam about the cabin and laugh. Uh, yeah.
1: You know, uh, well, you consider you consider yourself free from all shackles, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume you're in your natural natural habitat. No shirt, cat ear headphones, potentially some form of pants. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> definitely not the pants. No.
0: See, listen. I wanted to give you the option to either lie about it or tell the truth, and you told the truth, and I'm proud yeah. of you, friend.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. like,
4: who's gonna see it? Like, I could be lying and say, I've been saying that I'm just in my underwear right now, but like, <laughs> I am. I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting yeah. at home in a room in the dark because I'm too lazy to reach like two feet over and turn my light on. Eating marshmallows, wearing catty headphones, and underwear. It. Mm,
0: this is Chewy in I, his natural I, I, habitat.
1: I'm just imagining you completely uh, saturated in olive oil. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like Extra in
4: olive
1: oil. I, I mean, wow, well, you said it.
4: <laughs> I only go with the pure uh, stuff. Okay. Oh <laughs> yeah, shit. Let, why let
1: everyone? Why let anyone else have their fun with the olives?
0: Exactly. <laughs> So, now that we've, we've given you the crash course on uh, what is Chewy, uh, do you want to tell them how we know each other, Chew?
4: Honestly, it's been so long that I, I feel like it's e- it was most likely through an authentic raid. It,
0: it was. I started <clears throat> popping into Authentic's chat because I know Auth IRL. Mm -hmm. So I decided to pop into his chat And you were one of the first people to be like Hi, welcome in Because I started just making Really inappropriate jokes right away Me, inappropriate jokes In someone else's Mm. chat? Never
1: What? No, it couldn't be you She fucking saves (laughs) that She saves it for the other streamers Mm -hmm. Just to like fuck with them But then he parries uh, Any comments so well With those fucking marvellous cheekbones uh I, I and I'll tell you what I can tell authentic doesn't listen because I mention uh, the uh, uh how regal his cheekbones are at least once an episode and I'm yet at least to, at least I mean like seriously you could cut fucking roast beef with those fuckers man. <laughs> you
4: know, they're just about as sharp as he is these days and it's, it's
3: oh, yeah,
1: it, uh, at, like attack my friend like attack uh, and he, yo He puts like You know major pop stars to shame with that shit he,
2: I
0: know
1: Timothy Chalamet looks like he's made of Play-Doh in comparison
0: <laughs> Yeah It We We appreciate auth around here but uh, Yeah we, we met Through Authentic and now Now it's just Garden variety chaos whenever we're Around each other Yes. Because <laughs> I, I well, frequently poke a, a tr- fun at <laughs> Chewy for his cat ears and, and no shirt, and he just makes all sorts of dirty jokes. So it's 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 great. Yeah, but,
1: like, what um, a story of two people meeting uh, that has touched me so I can think of none uh, in an authentic raid.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, how unique. I mean like this this is like the beauty of what we're doing here is just like it's a bunch of fucking weirdos uh that live in completely different destinations just bonding over a guy with fantastic cheekbones two cats and uh you know sound effects coming together and just and 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 just having a while of a time that's oh yeah that is why we're here and and then watching play games poorly <laughs> Uh, that's that's uh, the best part. Yes. Yeah.
4: It's like yeah. Jokes while he plays games poorly. Like yes. that's what's better.
0: I think one of the first things I said in his chat had something to do with, uh, um, something about bad dad, bad dirty dad jokes or something. And then, oh my god! Yeah, like I was just like. Fucking! I was on one that day. I don't know what my damage was, but I was just like, Sup motherfuckers, I'm here." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he didn't ban me, so you know we must be good, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, well,
2: you know,
1: I, I, you know, you never know where you stand when you uh, drop in pure filth in someone's chat, and I'm glad to say that. I've had no objections so far. We're all grown-ups. Right. Um, But it is a fine line every time you jump in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, just randomly, like, popping it. Like, I'm very careful about what I say when I'm first joining a chat where I might not know anybody. And it's like do I actually talk? Okay, I've talked what like how far can I push this? Let me gauge the rest of chat. And then and sometimes I just come in guns ablaze and, you know, what's up thunder fucks of bubble butts? How we we doing? Like sometimes I just don't <laughs> give a fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, fucking the doctor the doctor dry approach.
0: Yeah. Pretty fucking <laughs> much, man. That was that was uh my opening line for many stand up open mics. <laughs> I'd pick up the mic and depending on the room, it was like, sup thunder fucks and bubble butts. It like, <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck is this chick's problem? So, you know, See, right, that's right. actually
4: the best thing for, or an ADHD, uh, uh, uh audience mm-hmm. is just absolute chaos because with ADHD and comedy and stuff, like our brains are always trying to predict what's going to happen. And it just makes normal comedy, kind of boring yeah but abrupt chaos like that is fucking amazing because we can't we can't see it coming at all yeah and it's it's the best thing
0: I uh I think it was probably like my I had probably been doing up for like a month and uh I was on deck so I was waiting by the edge of the stage and I had gotten to know the host of the open mic pretty well and the dude who was up before me is very open about like saint being a satanist and satanism and all that kind of stuff and but he's he's not like a i'm going to bleed you dry kind of satanist he's like a hey, i like to scare the christians with my upside down cross. He 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 he. he, Like <laughs> he's that mm. kind of satanist. And so i get up there and uh the host goes give it up for, you know, comedian before me, uh our resident satanist and just an all-around sweet guy. And then he goes, and this next comedian uh, might also, too, be a Satanist, so give it up for... (laughs) He brought me up on stage, and I got up there, and I was like, I'm the only woman here, and you call me a Satanist. How dare you? You might Uh, be right, but I'm not going to tell you.
1: (laughs) You know, it's so funny that he thought the thing that would scare the Christians is an upside-down cross. Uh, The first problem with that is... The, if the cross were upside down, then Jesus might have been able to come up with a more coherent escape plan. <laughs> so actually, it's positive on that point, because he was closer to the ground. He had his ears to the ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> se- se- secondly, uh, my favorite way as someone with a Jewish family... Uh, to scare because like you know you know us the Jews we're always trying to scare the Christians um, <laughs> my favourite way to scare Christians is by simply not forgiving them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you're like oh, forgive me Lord and I'm like, I don't and they don't know what the fuck to do they oh, go cry to your fucking angels Christians <laughs> <laughs> well, one nation under dog,
2: the bounty hunter. Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, bruh. Let's start some parables, bruh.
0: Start some parables, bruh.
1: Let's let's get some parables. Let's uh how about we
2: cure hey, not everyone can go out and cure the lepers, bruh.
0: <laughs> oh, I love this. <sighs>
1: mm. Yeah, that's Christian corner.
0: <laughs> well, like the thing about it is, he assumed that I was—he uh, assumed that I was a fucking Satanist because I was wearing a a dark gray top, but more like a like going out clubbing top. But I was wearing a skirt that had some—I think it has pentagrams on it—and. He just made the assumption. So people either assume I'm a Satanist <clears throat> or I'm a witch.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh,
4: I uh, think those oh, are perfect, perfectly fine assumptions for somebody to make. Right. I've, I've like, that. hey, if I'm a Satanist I'll, or a witch and you, and that makes you want to stay away from me, then I obviously don't want you around me to begin with. Effects. So,
1: good Fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I'm like, well, I might follow the Dark Lord Satan, but at least I have... At least I've got a good knowledge of some fucking jams.
0: Right? You
1: know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, you know, uh, here I'm listening to Black Sabbath, dude. And it's like, what are you listening to? And they're like, oh my god, I'm listening to this new song by The Weekend. I'm like, <laughs>
3: uh,
1: how about this? It's Wednesday, bruh. It's Wednesday, bruh. Take some Jack
2: Daniels and listen to Metallica.
0: Oh, and the
1: next thing, next thing you know, you're just a fucking redneck with like a problematic instagram account
0: i was gonna say i felt that statement so hard and i only thought of family members
2: <laughs> yeah hey hey fucking listen to metallica if you're an emo you're you're fucking dead to me yeah oh,
1: I mean, and like oh how, um I and mean, like how, how do you get the fucking turd stands out of your tardy wadies and the fucking cocaine nosebleed Stains out of your fucking clan uniform you fucking knocks.
4: Right. Well the hey. thing is you just turn the underwear inside out and you don't see the mm. the skid marks no more.
2: If you <laughs> if your you turn power. if you turn your clan uniform inside out, you can't see the deep-seated hatred for your neighbor.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the societal shit stain. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my
3: gosh. Yeah.
1: I uh, like and, and, you know fu- fucking clan members um what a wild ride it's been for the fucking like racist right wingers um I know I know you're not listening, so fucking don't try and dots my address <laughs> but like the the what a wild like couple of years it's been for those like kind of weird racist fox that like are gonna go like shoot up a like a taco bell in Wyoming uh um like they've gone from just straight up hating black people and that's their whole thing to um suddenly becoming experts on vaccination and uh medical science to now being experts on foreign policy on Facebook
0: right
4: Hey, everyone's a doctor, everyone's a politician. It's yeah, yeah. Fucking terrible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like your your fucking like ninety-two-year-old great aunt is like going like Hey, uh that that Putin guy sure makes a lot of sense. It's
0: like
2: and you're like, well, fuck go fuck yourself. Like, like, you, it, go you can't even you can't even fix your rocking chair.
0: You can't even fix your rocking chair. You
2: can't, you can't,
1: and you're going, but you you now have like a, a a Samsung S22 and the ability to post your opinions at any given moment, like while you're waiting for the bus, while you're getting your hair done at the salon, your hate speech has no fucking boundaries.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it fucking
1: wow, <laughs> The awkward silence after that. Like, yeah, I got too true, brother.
0: Well, so, like, I mean, Druid, I don't know if you've heard about the uh, fun conversations I had to have with dudes who were trying to date my mom. Uh,
4: oh, I, I've heard a little bit of that.
1: No, no, so,
0: okay, so let me just kind of preface this with. In mid-February, I went home for for 10 days to see my family. And we are redneck, hillbilly, fucking, you know, mm. one step away from, don't worry, I'm going to go over there and empty that spit too, puck it down in the creek, yeah. but I'm going to make sure I do it downstream from where the washboard <laughs> is. Like, we're, we're like one step away from that. And, yeah, you've got
1: le- you've got Leatherface living in the fucking basement.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like I mean, we're just like, and I love my family, but there's some fucking there's some fucking questionable shit that goes on. But uh,
1: if you're listening, Ginger's family, um, subscribe to the Patreon, and <laughs> yeah. we will stop uh, harassing you. To strangers on the internet.
0: Mm, I can't make any no. promises, but... We
4: might stop harassing you to strangers on the internet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but so my mom has been single for for a couple of years, but she's been focusing on starting her business, and she's been just going out and having a good time and, and doing all this shit. And cool. Get after it, mom. Well, now she's decided that she's going to start dating. And she got on one of them their dating apps. And she's looking for dudes that can like keep up with her and her friends. Because they go out like to the dance hall and line dance and then they stay out till two in the morning getting trashed and
1: yeah. like uh, and Yeah, and take a shit without thinking about it and make a fist.
0: Yeah. I mean like they're fuck it like this is this is just kind of what it is. Well this dude uh, call, like, my mom and him were talking about planning their date. And I'm going to preface this. I am part of the LGBTQIA community. So words like this that this guy said are words that, like, I hear a lot in my own community. I say them sometimes, but it's it's also, like a word that I don't promote around a lot. But my mom is on the phone with him, and she lives very close to the Pennsylvania border. And so she puts her phone on speaker to Google a place, and the dude goes, I don't want to go into Pennsylvania. Only the F F slurs go there.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And my mom yeah. is, like, quick to, like, try to get the phone off speaker. And she throws the phone on speaker again. And he says it again.
2: Yeah. And fucking.
0: I'm, like, oh, my God, dude. Like, I'm ready to snatch the phone out of my mom's hand and go, oh, so you want to play like that? Like.
1: Yeah. You, you owe me <laughs> You owe me a ru apology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, like. That's the kind of backwoods shit that I even had to deal with going home to see my family.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, and but also shows the kind of like how small the world of these people actually is because he can't go into Pennsylvania because apparently it has been taken over by the gays. Right. Like it I, I hasn't the, been.
4: Okay, now uh, I can go. No, no, you, you scared me. Uh, now. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, it, it, it's just it's just Transylvania for people's scared of vampires. It's Pennsylvania,
0: <laughs> like, but it's like this is not the first dude that that has done this, and so it's like my mom is just like, she got off the phone with him and she sent him a text before she even looked at me. And she said, you know, you may not want to go to the gay bars, but I love going to the gay bar with my daughter and her wife. And the (laughs) dude just replied, oops, I screwed up. (laughs) My mom's just like, yeah, you did, because we don't joke about that shit. And then, like, he's like, I owe your daughter an apology and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Well, so my mom gave him a chance, and they went out on their date. And he tried to fat shame my mom, and it's like, bro. Oh, oh my god! If I ever meet you, first of all, I'm a fuck your what your ex wife better than you ever could. Second of all, oh I'm gonna beat your face in like, fuck you. You don't know shit. Like I got, I get heated over stuff like that, especially when it comes to like my mom and my brother, and like, ooh, ooh. And that was the first of like three interactions like that that I had in 10 days. Yeah,
1: Yeah. fuck me. Well, (laughs) uh, homophobes listening to the podcast now, uh, understand if you step to us with your bullshit, uh, Ginger will fornicate with your woman on, uh, on top of your grave. Uh. In a way that you never could. Because she understands the anatomy. She understands mm. what needs to be done. Your lack of foreplay is frankly disgusting. <laughs> 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 um, like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't need to go down there. It's like... <laughs> Oh my god,
4: it's fun! Yeah, uh,
1: no, well, trust me, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> it, well, w- one day we'll have Mrs. Knowledge on the uh, podcast, and uh, she'll tell you.
0: Oh, I can't wait for Mrs. Knowledge to to absolutely yeah. hate me. <laughs> oh my
4: gosh! I was just think- I just had this thought for the in person uh, um, podcast. You guys should have Miss Knowledge. Be the, the, um, uh oh gosh, what's the, what's the term for like when they have the debates, like the presidential debates, like the the middle person, the mediator. Oh, the
0: mediator.
1: Oh, so. to what, try
4: to keep things somewhat in a straight line. Well, <laughs> well uh,
1: so I can't tell if you're, I can't tell if you're deciding that she'll be the mediator or if we're going to have some kind of weird, like, live marriage cancelling. Mm. Uh, which, you know, I guess either, either is fine. Uh, oh i'll God. tell you this now um mrs knowledge can't bear to listen to more than five minutes of this
3: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but, but i think for obvious reasons
3: oh.
1: luckily she's oh. like you know uh mrs knowledge if you're listening i think you, you know you love them a lot you're absolutely beautiful and uh every day is a dream with you but um Thank God that you've not made it this far into this episode. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: this uh, is knowledge. Uh, thank you for uh, putting up with me endorsing his shenanigans. And uh, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. You're like you're gonna meet her in real life. I know. I like, um, like I don't understand that. Like she doesn't hate you. <laughs> Like, I don't, like, oh, she hate, she's going to hate me. Like, no, 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 no. Mrs. Knowledge is cool.
0: I'm sure she am is. All re-
1: am I really going to be with that kind of, like, fucking, well, maybe I am. Maybe this is just, like. Oh. <laughs> but, no, 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 no. I mean, like, you know, I was about to say, like, do you really think I would be with someone like that that's just, like, totally not understanding? And then I was like, well, you could read it. That uh, I'm heavily suppressed in my day-to-day life, uh, thus I feel the need to express myself so <laughs> grotesquely, vigorously to strangers on the internet uh, <laughs> it, as a way of coping with uh, my day-to-day subjugation. I can guarantee, guys, uh, that is not the case. And uh, yo, this guy's off the market, so don't go getting no ideas. No,
0: because I be- won't.
1: I won't entertain them.
0: Chewy and I are both on the market, so uh,
1: yeah, go bother them. And if you're going to be homophobic, uh, go fuck yourself. Facts. Um Because nobody else will. Mm.
3: Yeah.
4: Now I'm not a part of the uh, the LGBTQ community, but if you are homophobic, still stay the fuck away from me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of
1: just not with the vibes. And, it, and you've already heard, like, you, you know, you pre-save chew toy in your uh, in your mental wank bank because this guy as we've heard not scared like a little bit of foreplay right this guy oh. will chow down you you, you you know you could be a you could be a crunchy rap at taco bell for this guy and he will he doesn't he doesn't need salsa he's going down there and he's ready um I- well, I'm assuming, anyway. I'm, I'm not speaking from just, experience. You
4: know, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna uh, say it this way. There's basically nothing I won't eat.
0: Oh my!
1: So. Wow. Um. um. um wow. I, yeah. I am
4: always quote unquote
0: hungry. I, yeah, no. So Chewy and I. Well, have- you've heard
1: it. You've heard it from the source, guys. Line up. Line up now. Uh, It's an all you can eat buffet with chew toy. And if you give him one of those, like, sloppy little HJs, uh, being that he's a chew toy, he might start squeaking away.
0: I mean, (laughs) Ah, 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 ah.
1: (laughs) he's like, oh "Oh my god, you feel just like my left hand.
0: (laughs) You feel like Jill and not her twin sister. (laughs) Oh.
1: I I didn't get that reference, man. Who's Jill? Who's oh, Jill? So if,
4: if, you, if you look at your hand, you got to put your thumbs to the left. Your thumb oh. and your index finger make a J. Your middle finger makes an I. Your uh, oh. ring finger and pinky make L's. Oh. So
1: it's Jill. Um, <laughs> how, how embarrassing that, oh, you forgot the name of my long term <laughs> partner live on the podcast.
4: <laughs> see, see, for me, there's Jill and Pamela Henderson. Yes. Oh my. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, uh and for me it's Pamela Pamela Harris. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know.
0: I that's my one of my favorite things to do is is because dudes <laughs> well
1: master, masturbate.
0: No, no. Uh I mean, it's not a bad time, but you know. Uh I fucking <laughs> dudes will talk about, you know, oh yeah, I, hung out with jill last night and like dudes like i went to high school with were just like man i wish i knew someone besides jill and i was like what the fuck and then i was just like you dirty dogs
3: (laughs) But
1: by by the way like what a fucking like jason biggs level of loser goes into school and goes hey man I sure jacked off last night. You know what I mean? Like I spent time with Jill last right? night. How awesome! You're like what? What? Like what's right? You're like you, you may as well have fuck the watermelon, man. You're Jason right. Biggs right now.
2: Yeah. Like, oh my god. I I spent some time with Jill last night, and and like, don't you think it's ironic that that my I'm calling my hand
1: Jill, but then it's also jacking off. So we got Jack and Jill, right? <laughs> I'm gonna fetch <laughs> the you know the coming bright. I'm gonna fetch that pail of water tonight <laughs> uh, oh, porn pornhub.com. I <laughs> uh, love signing the dot com. Pornhub.com, Redtube.com. and um, we're looking for your sponsors, guys. Um I mean uh, dot com. I'm gonna I'm gonna palm off a load of jill tonight. Oh. Hashtag hashtag jizz for Jill.
0: I mean,
1: mm.
4: See, I was wondering how long it would take our podcast to to make this turn.
0: I it mean... didn't take long. No. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. Well, m- much much like me in a moment of passion, it didn't take long.
0: Hey. <laughs> I Sorry, s-
1: I, I was going to laugh, but then it was too real, too,
0: too painful, too real.
1: It's like, <laughs> oh man! Like even Jill's complaining. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: like, fuck up! Um, fuck up! I like, can't wait to spend time with Jill tonight for two minutes. <laughs> oh fuck! I, I have the exact opposite problem, like, an hour with Jill. I, I never
4: understood.
1: No, like, I, I don't. I don't no, I uh, can. I just uh, Disclaimer now that I don't suffer from premature ejaculation. I mean, just just to let it be known, just uh, you know, for any potential sponsors out there that think I'm just like a fucking loser, <laughs> like I'll, I, you know, I go the distance with Jill or otherwise.
4: No, see, but with the sponsors, you, you you want them to think that you are, because then you blow your load of the sponsorship material. Early what, in in the podcast, right? What, we so you blow get
1: these- our load. We blow our load on the sponsorship material. What we're getting sponsored by, like fucking Larry Flint. <laughs> we're getting sponsored no, by you, Hustler Magazine.
4: You get all that sponsorship uh, uh, stuff out at the beginning, so where the, when yeah. you have the highest viewership and stuff,
3: yeah, that's what they yeah. want
4: to hear. They want to see. They want that right there at the beginning.
0: So yeah. it's
4: they'll, they'll want to hear that.
0: Well, and the Mm. other thing too is, you know, there are plenty of companies that that sponsor that are like erectile dysfunction stuff and like men's hair loss stuff. And my favorite is fucking a woman getting a manscaped fucking sponsorship. And I'm like, Mm. I bet. Like, I mean, (laughs) I see that fucking works, but that I don't have a sack to to nick. So
1: like, what? (laughs) what What are they doing? Like, they're shaving like a couple of like new potatoes in a sandwich bag, <laughs> and saying that works for me. Like, and it, gl- it glided along my
2: sandwich bag, <laughs> and I couldn't feel it. Manscape. Yeah, yeah, um, I, yo,
1: erectile dysfunction, Viagra, Cialis. If you're listening, I, you, yo, I don't need you, but I'll be the face of the brand.
2: Fuck it, I, fuck it, same. I'm I will shit. be,
1: the, I'll be the face of fucking ED in America. Why the fuck not? <laughs>
4: hey, you, you take, you take, uh, uh, like UK and stuff. I'll take America.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, can't, can't make it. Don't worry, it's not the fucking, it's you know the red goons. Well, fucking now. <laughs> uh, I'll keep America. Thanks. Alright fucking Boston Tea Party. <laughs> I want sponsorships too. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll both be the face of ED. It's fine. Together. We'll, share we'll do it
3: together.
1: We'll fucking, yeah. We'll die on the cross together of erectile dysfunction.
0: Upside down cross.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ear, ear to the ground. Uh, faster escape routes for Jesus. You could have tunneled him out.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh you got your fucking Jesus sonar on. I guess that's called the Bible these days. He <laughs> <laughs> was like,
3: boop, boop.
1: I, can't, I still can't hear him. He's coming back. It's okay. He'll, he's he'll be
0: back. back. It's fine. He, Give him three days. He's like,
1: he'll, 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 like dude, it's been 2,000 years. In fact, it's been longer. It's been 2,022 years. I don't think he's coming back, bro. And they're like, <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, he'll be back. <laughs> He'll 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 make a bigger comeback than Matthew McConaughey.
0: Oh my god, dude!
1: And he'll come he'll come down like on like I don't know what what kind of animal like a flying donkey. Eddie Murphy is donkey in Shrek, <laughs> and it'll be like a really fun back and forth. Like Eddie Murphy, like uh, I suppose he'd be like the pop culture references of today, slightly outdated. He'll be like Billy Eilish jokes. <laughs> And Jesus will be like, oh, "I have not the time for this, uh, sweet donkey." find fact, a better film because you know he loved donkeys. Jesus, he like he, he right. showed that he was a humble man by riding a like a donkey everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just imagine Jesus riding Eddie Murphy's donkey in a like a CGI setting. Much oh. better.
0: It just never shuts up.
1: Yeah, and we'll call it the, the Bible or the Bible forever after. <laughs> and in that, the morning, I'm making yeah, waffles. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you know, after all these miracles, all these so-called miracles, you've just got Mike Myers in the back. That, that'll do, Jesus. That'll do.
0: <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Get out to my swamp. Jesus yeah. needs rest. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, get get out of my swamp and he's like, I think you mean Nazareth, Michael Myers <laughs> You're so racist. These days Nazareth is a booming community. <laughs> we we only behead our women folk if they've got only fans these days.
0: <laughs> but but Jesus hung out with prostitutes and whores. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's that whole fucking uh, Da Vinci Code thing. Like he had a kid with Mary Magdalene. Uh, and by the way, m- just greatest prostitute of all time, Mary Magdalene right. from the Bible. Keep, uh, and you know what, Mary Magdalene, I'm going to give you the left wing uh, honor of of saying no. You were a sex worker.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: Uh, post pictures of yourself on Twitter and Jesus would not be ashamed these days. That's right. Oh, pff, the Christians. Oh, we'll come back to them.
0: <laughs>
1: Everything always comes back to the Christians.
0: Uh, sounds about right. So, Chewy, I don't know if, if Druid knows this about you, but uh, you're Day job. Yes, I am big jelly of your day job for the simple fact that you get to play with animals all day.
4: Well, I don't get to play with any kind of animals. I just get to romp around and play with dogs.
0: And that just oh. that's I... so that's great. Hence,
4: hence the 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 uh, um, what is it? Username, mm-hmm. gamer tag.
1: Whoa, whoa! No spoilers, because I believe this is a question later. Ah. Uh-uh.
4: Okay, I won't say anything. But you but you already have.
2: You already <laughs> but have. Yeah, I, I
4: I do work with I, I do work with uh, um with dogs. I am a dog trainer and a uh, what's called a kennel tech, where I, I make sure the dogs are healthy and comfortable and stuff while they're boarding yeah. at our doggy hotel. Um, I actually used to run my own business just like this back when I lived at home. Um, but when I moved off to to university. I uh had to shut that business down cuz it was ran out of a family home so I oh. couldn't really make that work anymore. Um but yeah, I I do that. It's a lot of fun. Uh I actually really enjoy working with the aggressive dogs.
1: Interesting. Uh,
4: well cuz it's they have a lot of distrust toward people for the most mostly
1: nine, uh, times, and- out, nine times out of 10 it's an it's an anxiety reaction, right? When the reactive, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, it's it's a a reaction, uh, reactivity response through through trauma and stress. Mm -hmm. Um, like we have this this great dane right now who, in general, he's a great loving dog, uh, and I've interacted with him in his home environment. He's he's a loving boy, but at our facility because he's never been away from home, he's super stressed out. He's he's very anxious. He's a little aggressive, and he's just completely opposite from how he usually is. And it's really cool to work with him and see how he's becoming more and more comfortable in the environment, realizing that just because mom and dad aren't here doesn't mean that things are going to go wrong. Mm
1: -hmm. I'll tell you what, that's super interesting because Mrs. Knowledge, uh, getting a bumper showing in this episode, by the way, Mrs. Knowledge is a a dog walker and works with dogs all day. And her, her problem dog is also a great dang.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: so he is super reactive uh all the time I, and, and I think like the local community where he lives uh, absolutely fucking hate his guts I think there's like a local farmer that said that if he sees him again he'll just shoot him but yeah. the, uh, like I was like because obviously you, I mean you'll know this that like certain breeds of dog have like personality Traits that have just been like bred within them over time. Yeah. You no, know, it's funny because Great Danes have that size advantage all the time. That mm-hmm. I mean, this dog is is one of the biggest dogs I've ever seen in my life, and it is genuinely scary when he gets reactive. And you know it's a fear response, but like the layman isn't going to know that.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know,
1: they'll think it's aggression. But it's funny, like, do you think that that could maybe be, like, a breed-specific thing? And I realize that uh, this is, like, not the best podcast material, but...
0: <laughs> I find it super interesting, I, though, like, in learning about Chewie and what he does. So I enjoy this. Don't but like
1: yeah, it's it. it's just, it's just like, so, as soon as you said that, like, my brain just, like, shot up immediately because I was like, whoa... Your example of a problem dog that, well, not a problem dog, but a mm-hmm. reactive dog is a Great Dane. And I have seen an example of that in a Great Dane as well. Do you think that could be like a breed thing that maybe they are susceptible to being reactive?
4: So it's, it's actually not really a breed thing at all for, uh, for reactivity. Um, right. It's, it's actually an environmental thing. So, yeah. when dogs get reactive, it's because of how they're raised. It's because of something that they're either lacking or something that they're getting too much of. Uh, kind of like, in at least in the US, pit bulls are seen as these vicious uh, um, monsters yeah. that are just going to be super aggressive and bite everything. But that's mm-hmm. when they're mistreated. That's when yeah. they're treated like a monster, they start to become a monster.
1: They were but so... Take a pit
4: bull and you just raise it in a loving household. It's going to be a perfectly great and loving dog.
0: Right.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, in the case of pit bulls, I mean, it's the same thing here where they have that uh, reputation of being, like, mean dogs. And and, and it all comes from, like, an influx of, like, the wrong people were breeding them and not looking after them correctly. And, you know... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, where I totally see what he's... But, like, in the, in the case of the one I'm on about, like, the, he, he comes from a loving home, so it's interesting you're saying he gets too much of something or not enough. So it's like this balancing act then of deciding <laughs> yeah. what factor that is.
4: So, like, with the day that I was talking about, what he didn't get enough of was he didn't get enough socialization outside of his home. Uh, he, he, I'm pretty sure he was uh, given his. I, I don't remember his age exactly, but I'm pretty sure he's under two years old. Which means he was, which means he was born during the pandemic. And what does that tell us? That means he spent a lot of time with his owners, mm-hmm. probably very little time outside with other people and away from his owners. Yeah. With that, it kind of tells me that he didn't get enough socialization, interacting with the environment with and without his owners, to learn where he sits in the world and his
3: environment
4: yeah. and that's why mm. like i can i can't really say anything on uh on the great dean with uh with mrs knowledge just because i, I don't know enough about that dog and
3: yeah. with all well, this
4: it's very individual
3: mm-hmm.
1: well um, in, in, in a funny way there's like a similar thing where it's definitely like a fear response mm-hmm. in when he sees another dog it it's like he kind of gets fixed on the spot and he, he he but here's the thing is if it because it's partly, hard. it's harder to manage because it's such a big dog. It's a great dane. It's harder to manage, so yeah. that you it, it becomes more difficult in that in that training aspect. Because if it was a smaller dog, like a, a shih tzu, let's say, barking at a, a, a dog and trying to look menacing, it wouldn't be menacing. But I think there's that difficulty of the breed in in terms mm-hmm. of like if he gets a hold of another dog then it has the potential to be dangerous so then there becomes this like uh difficult balancing act of trying to socialize him properly and give him like scenarios in which he can kind of break that anxiety and and learn to socialize better but then there's this like other side to it where if he flips and you can't control him then it could be uh like possibly a, a really bad scenario
4: oh yeah definitely mm-hmm. and i have i've worked with um uh, with dogs that have actually attacked and killed other dogs because of uh basically like whatever reason that dog thought it should do that at the time
3: mm-hmm. and
4: we uh, at least in in the field i call that a a pdd or potentially dangerous dog mm-hmm. um and my, my biggest tip for that would be get a secondary dog that is cool with basically every dog that they just don't really care.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
4: somebody who has the size and strength to work with the Dane and be able to physically manipulate it. Um, yeah. which is one of the benefits of me being six feet, 200 pounds, uh, been in mixed martial arts my fucking entire life, um, and having worked with aggressive dogs for like 10 years is I can yeah. s- I see the cues, I can physically manipulate the dogs if I need to, and yeah. I can slowly acclimate them uh, to dogs that they might see as aggressive or something, like the, the Dane might see as being some sort of threat, and get them to realize, like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the dog, they're going to do their yeah. thing, I'm going to do my thing, the world fucking goes on. Right. And then we can get them to understand that more outside of a more con- um, perfect world situation, into more open world and realistic stuff and then they start to see that oh I've got my person so something goes wrong they're gonna back me up and I don't have anything to worry about Hmm. which is ultimately what we try to try to teach the dogs that like if something goes wrong I look to my owner for the or my handler as we call Mm -hmm. it for the answer and they are gonna they're gonna tell me what to do and everything's gonna be okay because they're it's on them they're the leader they do it.
1: Hmm. I, I'm ab- I'm absolutely crestfallen to say that I tried my best to take every piece of that information in, but then was dogged uh, it, it, and please ignore the pun. Um, <laughs> I, I, like completely uh, taken over by you giving your measurements.
0: I know, like, really
1: totally there. And 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 then and then just thinking like, uh, and, and he's like, I can handle dangerous dogs, and then I was thinking like, wow. It's like Rocky IV in that shit. It's like fucking shit. It's Chewy Balboa against Ivan Doggo.
0: I'm sitting here and I'm like, I just learned three brand new facts about Chewy, and he just rattled them off like they were fucking nothing. And he's just (laughs) spitting more facts. Like what?
4: Yep. At at work, we have a lot of um, pretty decently high shelves that are over six feet tall, (laughs) with full like sixty bag, sixty pound bags of food on them and one of the jokes I constantly make because most of the staff is like I'd say 5'8 or something like that Mm
3: -hmm.
4: and they're constantly asking me to pull things like pull the heavy bags of food off the shelf Uh, so I joke that like this is why I was hired I was hired solely because I can reach up there and grab the bag these 50 to 60 pound bags off the shelf and pull them down for you guys
1: uh, (laughs) I've actually like tossed some magic beans out the window so I can come and steal your gold
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's.
1: Well, uh, yeah. too fi- fi- well, for you to steal. Fee, fi, fo, fum, I'm busy taming a Doberman. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, gosh, we have a Doberman who's an absolute pain in the ass right now.
0: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well, and that's uh. like. What's really funny is I know. Like, I mean, Chewie and I are fairly, like friendly and close and stuff but like it's not like I I didn't know you were six feet tall uh, because you look with the way everything like frames on stream you don't look like you're six feet two hundred pounds
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> like, like it just kind of like uh, fucked uh, with me and then you say mixed martial arts and I'm like what the actual fuck
1: <laughs> well yeah uh, I'm fun. I I just assume every Twitch streamer is five seven. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they're, they're like they're always sitting down and they're in those like ergonomic chairs. <laughs>
0: not chewy yeah. and not. Well, I'm not either actually. But-
1: okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm in an
4: office chair because I used to be in a free folding chair that didn't even have a back on it.
1: Oh fuck! I mean, like, yeah. well, you know. You're all trumping me because I'm sitting on the corner of my bed like I'm like writing into my high school diary. Right.
4: <laughs> that, that, my bed used to be
1: my gaming chair
4: until I had enough space for a desk, and then I got the folding chair. Because before it was actually just sitting on the top of my dresser.
1: And that's what uh, I right, came right. off of. <laughs> Yo, that, that, like, the, the gaming hodan yeah oh yeah uh, 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 like you know uh, i've noticed like as my eyesight's got worse like i've got the tv at the end of my bed i've noticed like to game i've got a, like i've like my eyesight has slowly got worse and i have to i've edged myself forward over the years to be closer to the action
0: <laughs> yes
2: i uh, feel I'm, like, uh, I'm like oh <laughs> yes. i'm like what in tarnation like, what in tarnation is this? Another collectathon? It's Spyro all over again.
4: <laughs> oh, I fucking love Spyro. Spyro mm. is that was good my game. shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. But like
1: you know, what do I say about him, man? Like you know,
2: I'm gonna defeat Nasty Nork. Like <laughs> oh,
1: man. You should listen to that. Yeah, it's a shame he came out in the 90s because you never got to hear Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters oh, or as God. I like to call them the Poo shaiters. Oh, I... Aww. Yeah, sorry,
3: sorry,
1: Come on, Dave. sorry they, Dave. They, they fight
4: FOOs every single day. Okay, yeah, they, yeah. they are doing, doing the Lord's work and well, fighting those FOOs all the time for us. Well,
1: if you've learnt nothing else from this conversation, you've learnt this, I pity the FOOs
3: yeah
4: you pity a foo?
1: <laughs> yeah, I pity the foos uh yeah, my T cell counts through the roof
3: <laughs> and
2: see Alice, if you're listening, I don't need your product, but uh maybe I do after uh, another glass of this delicious Cabernet sauvignon.
4: <laughs> I think that's Druid saying it's time for another shot. I mean
2: uh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Fucking why not? We like to drink with Chewy because Chewy is our mate, and when we drink with Chewy, he drinks it down in eight, seven, six, oh, beat the clock.
0: <laughs>
3: okay.
0: I'm, I'm not drinking. I I should be, but I'm not.
1: <clears throat> if you want to be in our gang, you gotta take a drink. Uh,
4: you know. It's okay. I'm what? about halfway through an entire bottle of alcohol.
0: Oh lord!
1: Um, Yo, know, um, I'll let I'll let you guys fucking see the tox report after I die after this podcast.
3: <laughs> I, like, uh,
1: fucking find out what I had in this episode. Patreon Patreon subscribers can read my toe tag.
0: Oh my god!
1: As as uh, like as I slowly die of alcohol poisoning. <sighs> And, and all it all it reads is like true knowledge. He died having a good time. <laughs> he died as he lived in a bath of Cabernet Sauvignon <laughs> from France. <laughs> twenty twenty, what a year for Cabernet Sauvignon! The grapes were ripe that year. Oh. I must say, Hardy's VR Cabernet Sauvignon if you're listening my business email is not found in any bios (laughs) but uh fuck me like if you like if they get in touch i won't fucking remember the next day that i've got an endorsement
4: Uh, you know i would gladly be be endorsed by any literally any alcoholic company i will drink their stuff every stream even if it's not something i normally drink because i don't care i don't care I'm not a wine yeah. person, but I've got three bottles of wine right next to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, well, here's the thing. I'll I'll put this out right now. A call to action. Uh, if if a representative from Lacroix is listening, I'll go to <gasps> Miami for spring break. <laughs>
0: Fucking gross. Fuck Lacroix. Oh,
3: okay, no,
4: I'm not. I, I won't be sponsored by Lacroix and drink this stuff on
1: stream. Uh, oh, you, are you telling me, Lacroix, come knocking on the door? You're not answering.
0: No, no. because I don't oh, like yeah. Lacroix.
1: What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, All right, I like okay. alcohol. Okay.
0: Give right. like me alcoholic oh. Lacroix, and then I we might be in on okay. something here.
1: Okay. No. That's called
0: White Claw Ginger. Yes. <laughs>
1: Fucking hell. I, I didn't realize I was in the, the fucking hive of artistic integrity here. <laughs> fucking no go it, get go get some fucking blood points.
0: If if a liquor doesn't have the name of a man in it, I'm less likely to drink it. Just just yeah. saying. Jack, Jim, JMO, Jose, Tito's, like, come on. <laughs> just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if so my I, if my drugs don't have the a man's name in them, then uh I'm not Lance Armstrong in anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know people give Jack Daniels a lot of shit, but I was raised on Jack Daniels. Like <sighs> I had my first shot when I was um I, I was definitely 18, yeah, I was, uh, no, not 18, 21, fuck, <laughs> damn it, I said the wrong number. Um, I was definitely of age when I first had had my first sh- 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 shot of alcohol, definitely. Um, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, sure, yep. But, like,
4: yeah. like, my mom actually collects Jack. She has a an authenticated Barrel House number one.
0: Oh, that sounds so good.
4: My brother and I have been like dying to find a, an actual Barrel House Number One. That's not just the di- the crystal bottle that oh. it came in or the box. The actual liquor, because we want to try it so fucking badly. Oh. Like we have Barrel House Number Twos, we have Barrel House Number Threes, we have Fives, we have uh, Um Fours, we have almost like actually we have almost all of the one through sevens. So I think we're just mm. missing like a six. Mm. Um, but we really were fucking dying to find it. And what's funny is my mom got that like 30 years ago for 50 bucks. The Barrel House Number One.
0: Oh God, she could have oh. gotten
4: she could have gotten like three bottles for 80 bucks. But like she was like I don't I don't know if it's if it's like this big thing or not because my mom doesn't drink. But but uh, her her husband at the time, my dad, wh- wh- that was his main alcohol of choice was Jack Daniels. Being, you know, in the U.S. military. Um, oh, and I was
1: about to say, big shout out to James <laughs> Hetfield, tutor's his dad.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly,
4: <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, she just, she just picked up a bottle of it. And next thing we find out is this is a barrel house number one. It hasn't been touched. If it gets looked at wrong, my brother and I get our asses beaten. Um which is fair, because that thing's probably worth over two grand
1: at least. So yeah, but like, can-, can you ever drink that at that point? No. You just look at it. <laughs> you look at it from afar.
0: So <laughs> barrel house number one is one of the oldest warehouses at the distillery. Like so built as one of the first post-prohibition warehouses and located on a tall hill overlooking the distillery grounds. Its seven-story design was found to be an ideal elevation for aging of whiskey. This 750-milliliter bottle mm-hmm. released in ninety-four, commemorates the heritage of Barrel House One. And due to changes in Tennessee law, it was the first bottle of Jack Daniels to be legally sold at the distillery and in Lynchburg since 1909. Barrel House One bottle was originally <laughs> sold in a specially designed wooden box.
1: Oh, yep, out. and we have right. the wooden box, too. It 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 has it has one barrelhouse one has one acting credit on IMDb and that's from the season finale of Boardwalk Empire.
0: Right? Oh my God! Pre-tax barrelhouse one whiskey. If you do wine searcher, average price without tax is thirteen hundred dollars, including the liquor.
4: Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, Yo. But, uh, I'll say something controversial now. Um, maybe this is a UK thing. Don't really give a fuck about bourbon mm. at all. So I like the uh, the Scotch and the Irish.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: In a big way. The Irish, uh, maybe a little, like, Irish is the smoothest whiskey, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it tastes like uh, soda pop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, scotch I absolutely love scotch because it it feels like you're drinking the uh spinal fluid of a dragon <laughs> you know what I mean I just love that I love how scotch just like makes you fucking hate yourself
0: yes uh-huh.
1: and you know
4: if it's if it's in the right scotch it won't because I had this uh I want to say it was a 17 year old scotch at a friend's birthday party. And because I was the only person appreciating it, her dad actually just gave me the rest of the bottle, and that th- shit was so fucking smooth
1: yeah I mean, I didn't that's no true.
4: Alcohol. it was just so beautiful it it I had no no effects from the alcohol it just amazing taste it was oh it was gorgeous I,
1: I love it when it's like the Highland scotch and it tastes like you know uh the peat you can mm-hmm. taste that like uh rocky flavor in it mm-hmm um i've literally got nothing to add to that so uh, uh and it uh, a pt scotch absolutely perfect for staring out of your apartment window on a rainy day alone i <laughs> <laughs> like what, you watch james james bond movies and you've got a date with jill
0: <laughs> i am um... <laughs>
1: Like. <laughs> you can't get it up Because you're on all the scotch I mean And so that's when it's time for Sponsor time
2: See Alice <laughs> <laughs> See Alice in Wonderland
0: Right I'm like I'll drink ev- Anything pretty much except for 151 and Jaeger <sighs> And I don't like I don't like gin I don't like. Oh, the... Jaeger. Uh, Jaeger makes me just kind of.
4: I drink that straight from the bottle. No, like, I just I put it in the freezer mm. when I get it. Oh, I I. Okay, I don't like black licorice. I fucking hate black licorice. Right.
3: right. Yeah,
1: licorice in, ge- licorice in general. sucks. Jaeger Ugh. does not suck. Uh, um, Agreed. Agreed. Do you, do you do the Jaeger bombs over there? Yeah. Um. With the with the Red Bull.
4: I I don't think, I, yeah, I haven't done that. I'd be, I'm down to, because alcohol. Um, yeah. No, I'm not an alcoholic. alcoholic. Um, but, uh, I honestly drink Jaeger straight from the bottle. I, I don't even put it into a glass. Mm. I have the bottle next to me, I'm gaming, and I'm just fucking drink at it and finish the whole thing in like my two hour gaming session. And then I'm depressed because <laughs> I just drank like 40 bucks worth of alcohol in two hours.
0: That's why I don't drink very often.
4: <clears throat> but hey, I'm halfway through a bottle of Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh like I'm definitely like I'll drink sometimes and like it's one of those things where I'll I'll drink and I know that, like, cool. This is the liquor that I have, and if I know, I go. I know if I'm gonna go hard, I've got to fucking go. But yeah, I very rarely am. I like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna fucking, you know. <laughs> I have to have like a reason to drink or like a real desire to drink. I don't like,
1: yeah, well, like it's it's Thursday. Good reason to drink. <laughs> That's a great reason. Uh, Fuck. You know, oh my god! It's Thursday.
4: <laughs> the day th- ends with why. I'm
3: gonna drink.
0: <laughs> and I used to be that way. I'm not so much like that anymore. But like, it's it's all right. Uh, like, I'm not. Well. Like, and I have no issues with anybody who drinks. More than I do, because like, I've had my fair share of just sh- days of getting well, shit housed over and over and over again. Well, can yeah. I just
1: can I just say like the podcast is built on a foundation of alcohol? Uh,
0: facts. <laughs> facts.
1: <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Like without without the demon without the demon drink, there would be no Ginger Talks.
0: No you wouldn't have messaged me about it, and I wouldn't have said, "Fuck, yeah, let's do it
1: <laughs> that was a hell of that was a hell of a day the next day
0: oh dude every time
1: realizing realizing that oh my god, I'm doing this <laughs> I think right up to the point of like the recording, i couldn't believe it was happening right up to the recording of the first episode uh oh i oh I am doing this
0: mm-hmm. Well, Uh, it seems like every time there's, like, a milestone, or every time something, like, crazy happens, or, like, you have an idea, and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go, it usually happens when (laughs) one of us is inebriated heavily, and then it's just like, well, I guess we gotta fucking do this now. (laughs) Like, yeah,
1: because because it, here's the here's the rub is that like the other person is never intoxicated
3: right? when that idea
1: is floated. So like like the other person goes, yep yeah, okay," and then we're just stuck in this like fucking uh, like blood pact of with extreme made up of uh, half half part extremely thin alcohol blood. Right. But we're stuck in this blood pact of like, oh shit, the other person was compas mentis during this discussion. <laughs> so now we have to fucking do it because they're like, yeah, I'm putting stuff in place for it right now.
0: Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're like, shit. And then I, and now I'm like, oh my God. I, I'm now in season fucking two. I still, I, I'm still. <laughs> I'm still hung over from the time that I fucking suggested that we do this in the first place.
0: Right. <laughs> or like But that. hey, you
4: know what they say, a drunk mind speaks a sober heart, so it's something yeah, you really I, wanted
2: to do. And I was like, ah you know, like, oh, you know I, I need a forum.
1: <laughs> I need a forum to say things. because it it started because literally I was on I like I when I am in full swing, I am such a Twitch comment botherer. <laughs> Like I'm such a I'm such a chat botherer. And I, I I think like my mind at the time was going like uh you know you think I you think I'm saying like crazy shit now through a chat function while I'm <sighs> drunk. Imagine what I could do with my voice. Right. Uh huh. You know, uh, and and totally the confidence of ignorance of being completely inebriated comes with the fact of like going like, oh well, it'll be en- it'll be entertaining.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, well, it's a. I still very much remember messaging you uh, when we hit the the ten k for charity, and I was like, <laughs> well, I guess one of us is crossing the pond. Um. Because we just hit ten thousand dollars, and you were cele- you were full in the swing of celebrating New Year's because of the time time zone difference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, so that's a thing. Um, it, uh,
1: I I I think I remember that specific moment. You said, "I uh, we we've hit the goal. We are meeting each other in person," and I remember. Looking at that message and get, and like giving you all the congratulation that I could uh, <laughs> muster at that time, uh, uh, which was uh, probably half a sentence, mm. and then and then thinking it like I'll deal with this tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like this. This is, this is not a. This is not like a no issue. No. Uh, I'll deal with this tomorrow. I. I but yeah. Um. You know. You say you will be drinking a lot when you're here.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm not letting my my liver get too used to uh, not a lot of alcohol because I I drank a lot while <laughs> I was home. Uh,
1: like I'll be giving you a crash
0: course, man. <laughs> I drank a lot when I was home, and I ate a lot of really unhealthy foods. But mm.
1: sounds like a like fucking Roman feast.
0: Dude, I eat – I eat pretty healthy now. Like when I'm at home, I eat pretty healthy partially because it's – I found ways to eat fairly healthy fairly cheaply whereas Uh. everything at home is like, ah, yes, I'm going to put a spoon of bacon grease in these vegetables. Mm -hmm. Ah, Look, I'm going to put a spoon (laughs) of bacon grease in with this – in the bacon that is going to be put in this German potato salad. Now I'm going to put two scoops of bacon grease instead and I'm like Mm – Yo, that's more bacon grease than I have in a year. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, my,
1: my idea of going out for a run these days is DoorDash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, the, the fucking Sonic 2 of uh, food apps. <laughs> Dear
4: Lord.
3: Speed was,
4: I, I want to say it was like September or October of 2020 through november i put on 40 pounds while, while working damn and it was it was be, partly because of doordash um yeah. i would eat once a day because i was a broke college student still mm-hmm. broke just no longer a college student um and i was working security at my school uh mm. so if, like i was at home all day doing doing school and I'd, the only time I'd actually leave home is <laughs> to, you know, go to work and do security stuff and walk around for 36 hours a week. So what I would yeah. do is I would order 10 uh, um, t- a habanero crispy soft tacos from Del Taco. Oh my um, God. I would order like four things of their like two or three churros and a large drink. And I'd eat that while I was working every night or almost every night. And yeah, I put on 40 pounds in my ass and thighs. Those stretch marks did not fucking go away. I still have them.
0: oh mm.
4: And like, like, but like, luckily, the, like, I, I don't care about stretch marks. But like, it was just interesting to see, like, holy fuck, my, my ass and thighs are getting so fucking big, and just like seeing the actual like tearing essentially of the flesh uh, right. through the stretch marks. It was like holy fuck. Yeah.
1: How I, death? I've
4: been putting on so much <laughs> just yeah. from, from like walking and eating.
1: How death metal? By the way, the tearing of the flesh. But then know, like, right? you know, I I I'm left thinking two things. I'm left thinking that A, uh the the job description of a fucking hall monitor has changed so much over the years. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: and, uh, <laughs> and, and and B, like, you know, I look I I've I've got stretch marks from uh the 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 demon puberty that I went through <laughs> as, 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 a, as a as a boy. And I look down at my stretch marks and say, that was just when I was pregnant with all my good
3: ideas. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, I had a mind, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so it's basically like uh, just shitting out Professor X the next day. (laughs) Right, yeah fucking i won't do the impression <gasps> I, 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 I've, I've told myself that maybe it's time to limit the impressions before because it's like the lowest form of wit just above prop comedy like <laughs> <laughs> you know I, you know i can't fucking carrot top through the audio format so i do impressions instead <laughs> <laughs> um I was thinking maybe I could do a Patrick Stewart. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, A mind mind baby. (laughs)
0: There it is.
1: There it is. Patrick Stewart. Friend of the podcast, Patrick Stewart. (laughs) Uh, Starting a mutant academy, (laughs) which these days is just basically working in any inner city school. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, just let that one sit for a minute. Oh my god. Yeah. In the city schools. What a mess. The education system. Fact oh, Fucking uh,
4: I I hate the way that things are taught. It it doesn't work for my brain. And that's why I dropped out of college or university.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Just, right. it, are you telling uh, me are you telling me you don't use Pythagoras' theorem to do your taxes?
4: Uh. No, But, like, I, I do use that to do my taxes and all. It's just, like... Sure. like so, I was a sociology major because it was, like, one of the easiest majors you can kind of get into at my university and not have to have any experience with the subject itself. But, like, every course I was taking was research-based. It's like, what if I don't give a fuck about research-based? What if research isn't going to be any part of my actual work experience? Why the fuck do I need to take... 15 research-based courses. What's that going to do for me? Yeah. And it was just getting so fucking irritating because yeah. one, I couldn't get into the classes that I needed to take. And then two, I, was taking, I had to take all these fucking classes that were bullshit. And yeah. I just fucking got tired of it and said, nah, I'm done with school. I have two AAs. That'll be good enough.
1: Well, here's the thing. As someone that's worked uh, in, in a college... Uh, the main idea, like you, kind of the, the job at hand becomes like quite, quite strangely becomes not like uh, allowing people to like get into a vocation in the style that you teach in college. It actually all you're all you're interested in doing is creating other academics, yeah. so that you've got a whole industry that's <laughs> essentially based on creating more of yourself and okay. and 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 what you come to realize is that like i'm someone that has written like a few academic papers and like i've got essays out there uh, i won't give you the links to read because like no no <laughs> way no way but um uh you know what you what you realize when you're involved in that world for a couple of years is that you know it's kind of it's kind of like everyone in your faculty works under the idea that everything that you're researching is like groundbreaking and important, when really the only people that are interested in anything that you're doing are the people that work in universities. Yeah. So it's like, unless you're like doing grand, like, you know, and I'm talking to someone like in <laughs> humani- humanities and the arts. Like literature, my specialism in literature is early twenty, early to mid twentieth century literature, uh-huh. and I've written things like that come up with new theories and ideas based on uh, on principles in early to mid twentieth century literature, and then you you suddenly realise after like a couple of years doing that where you feel like um, uh, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever, except with books instead of disco. Uh, strutting down the street you realise that what you're doing actually has no import to most of the world it is just to bolster uh, the conversations and blow hard heaviness of other academics and you think it's just like bullshit that reproduces more bullshit Yeah, Yeah. part of the the reason I left uh, bigger part of the reason I left was uh, money
2: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah but, um, because that shit didn't pay like it used to but like totally get what you're saying Like the, the basis of what you're saying right is that you go into education and you're like how am I ever going to apply this in any facet of my life going forward the answer is like 9 times out of 10 n- no even in like math you know you start yeah. getting into like hard math and then you're like fuck like this isn't helping me do a, a, like approximately anything apart from consider the math.
0: yeah, well, like so, I studied fucking theater and film in college, and they wanted I me I loved to,
4: my theater and film classes.
0: They wanted me to take like physics and like some really high level math, and I'm like, bruh. I get that I need to have some math for, like, building sets and things like that. But we're not making a h- full hydraulics that automate the moving of a set. Like, we're not doing crazy shit like that. That's not what this program is for. I was focusing on technical theater, and I still had to take a year of dance and six acting classes. <laughs> 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 like...
1: To be or not to be—that is the question.
4: But, yeah. yeah, I but- fucking loved my uh, um stagecraft class. It was it was amazing. Partly because I already knew how to build shit, so I just <laughs> built things. Right.
1: <laughs> Got that. Uh, by the way, I love like just stage like stagecraft class. It makes you sound like a fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like stage. Oh, yeah. Right. It makes it sound like you're like conjuring the stage stage <laughs> and like, like fucking getting the hobbits to fucking Isengard <laughs> by by way of a Amdram performance of West Side Story.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Oh. Mellock, Mellock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Once once I take a step further in front of the stage, this will be the furthest I've been from old Mr. Frodo. he's like how many times have I told you it's Professor Davies
3: (laughs) of UCLA
1: (laughs) and I'm teaching you the art of (laughs) stagecraft and you've got like that token uh, kid at the front of class who like is a fucking drag of society asleep and he wakes up to say he's like is that sci-fi warcraft (laughs) Like, yeah that'd be awesome I... I, mean, it's like, I think you'll find that's Mass Effect
0: <laughs> my yes. fucking my film cla- one of my film classes we had we were focusing on like um, genre films and the one film that like caused the biggest uproar was fucking Brokeback Mountain and all the <laughs> frat dudes who were in that class, they had a whole bunch of gay brothers in the frat, but they were all like, man, I don't want to fucking watch Brokeback Mountain. That's some gay shit. And I was just like, half these girls would sleep with you if you could actually talk about Brokeback Mountain without going, ew, two dudes fucking. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it, but it's a, fine, it's a fine line because like, you need to just show a little bit of, like, a bit of appreciation for the film. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, yeah, the cine- the cin- cinematography was quite good. But then, like, no one will sleep with you if you're homophobic towards Brokeback Mountain. But then also no one will sleep with you if you, like, start a YouTube channel and start going,
2: like, Heath Ledger's performance was absolutely fantastic in this movie. Bitch slap that like button. <laughs> and, you know, it's like two sides... So, you know, this is totally awesome, guys. I've been working on this video for a long time. Finally, I get to share my video essay on Brokeback Mountain,
1: Jake Gyllenhaal. And then they start like giving you Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I've noticed this about YouTube video essays recently where I'm kind of coming to the realization that the first, like, you've got this four hour video, and the first hour is someone reading a Wikipedia page. Right.
2: <laughs> Okay, guys. I've been working on this video. By the way, uh, here's Jake Gyllenhaal's personal life. He was Ma- His sister is Maggie Gyllenhaal, who was in The Dark Knight. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, fantastic. Maggie Gyllenhaal, attractive, but also not attractive at the same time. <clears throat>
4: <clears throat> Me. <babe. laughs>
0: yeah, People Chewy. Say
4: I'm attractive, but- I'm ugly. I'm ugly. I don't. People you are, are
0: not. No. I swear to God. What? Chew- so Chewie and I have this thing where we go back and forth a lot about things. He'll say something mean about himself, and I will yell. Which is at a him. factual statement. Incorrect. Uh, <laughs> and. Like so, we go back and forth where he's just like, "I'm not that great," and I'm like, "Bullshit, you're fucking great." And mm. then we just go back and forth and we argue about him being mean to himself.
1: Oh my god! Well, like, I, I've seen I, I've seen you on camera too, and I would say, like in Twitch terms, you're a ten.
3: See? <laughs> okay, but like
4: like, like like then you compare me to somebody like like Oth, right?
0: No. Like if, if, I, well, if I'm a
4: ten, then like.
0: No, because see, here's the thing. Auth is conventionally conventionally attractive. You uh-huh. sit on stream without a shirt on and your hair is doing <laughs> what it does. But the fact that you're just like, yeah, no, this is me. This is what's going on. This is like my jam and my vibe. That mm. level of confidence to, to and, and co- being comfortable with what you're doing is so much more attractive than fucking cheekbones mm. that can cut through, you know, an ice sculpture.
1: Uh, well, well, well. Also, gonna, <laughs> you know, conventionally attractive, like he he looks like a hungry raven. <laughs> uh, oh I, like, it's so it's so good because I know he's just never going to listen to this. And if if he does, like, I mean it in the best possible sense. If, if, if Orth is a hungry raven, I will happily chew up a worm and feed it into his mouth directly. (laughs) If, if if not, if not for the fear that his cheekbones would, like, slice me up like, like one of his, one of his precious killers on dead by daylight.
3: But, um, Oh, you know,
1: gosh. But, but I'll say, you know, twi- you know, and this is not to badmouth anyone, but, like, you know, I did say, in Twitch terms, a 10. Like, you take from that what you will.
3: hmm <clears throat> It
4: means that I am wrong, probably,
1: like, a 3 at most. Bullshit. No, 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 I'm going to come over
0: there and smack you. You
4: <laughs> I could <laughs> use this contact.
1: <laughs> this, this is really where I've like beat the game. Is where like I'm. I'm just cutting out the whole streaming thing and doing a podcast. So like nobody knows what the fuck I look like. I, I'd say in Twitch terms, I would give my. I would say I'm about a six.
0: Jesus Christ! I'm gonna slap all of you.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm about. I'm about. A t- I'm a Twitch. I'm a Twitch six. A real life five.
0: Listen. No, absolutely not with the
1: sexy ass voice like that.
0: Come on.
1: Oh let's come on. No, no (laughs) Yeah, but like you know, this this voice could be coming out of like Danny DeVito's penguin, you don't fucking know that. Okay, hey, whoa, whoa. Don't
4: you be you bring up Danny DeVito, the like epitome of of sexy? Come on here. Come
1: on. Yeah, well with his penguin hand, that's a hell of a jill. That's a hell of a Jill. I mean, he's look, he, you know, you spell Jill with your hands. He's looking at more of a tad. But, um,
3: oh.
1: and I, would say like, I'm a, I'm a Twitch six real life five. Um, uh, and the beauty, the beauty of it is, is is like, you have to go on our official website to see a picture of me. Yeah. So if, anyway, if anyone, if anyone wants to like dispute my score,
4: so, so Ginger, I think I understand where his scoring system comes from, right? Mm-hmm. For, for 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 himself, six out of six for Twitch and a five yeah. out of five IRL. That's yeah. f- that's what it is. Oh yeah, come are. on, you, yeah, do- I you got
3: it, out. it makes it sense Perfect. now. It makes sense. Perfect. Yeah.
1: You, you don't <laughs> you, you don't know what I look like, man.
4: You <sighs> <sighs> uh, You just mentioned the website, and I though I'm dyslexic. I can type a little bit quickly.
1: <laughs> well, oh, okay <laughs> but listener at home listener at home i mean like it, the exciting moment where you get the build-up of of uh, the live face react <laughs> i like i want to hear like an audible like gasp going like
2: a sex, <laughs> a sex. <clears throat> He be
4: it's tough. not a six; it's a sexy. That's what it is. Okay. Hey. Like, like, pronouncing it. Someone give this
2: guy
1: I want. to hear the live. Someone give this guy the link. I want to hear the that live reaction.
0: Do you? Uh, <laughs> do you have it, Chewy, or do you need me to get it for you? All
1: right, go ahead and send it over. All
0: right. Uh, I
1: need that like. I need that like validation <laughs> or or this uh, a Twitch six, a real life five. Okay. Misses knowledge is like such like a real life, like. I would say ten. I would say like most people would say. <clears throat> All right, here we go. But but like <clears throat> she is she is so beautiful, and I'm like kind of funky looking.
2: Nah, but not not the, not the, that. the fuck are you saying?
4: Like <laughs> the fuck? You're funny looking. <laughs> Let's what the go. What are you
1: talking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of funky, man. <laughs>
3: Okay. Oh, okay,
4: if I was gay or a chick, that's definitely a face I'd ride. Just saying.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, so
1: he's giving it a Twitch point 6. <laughs> 6. five. Um, <laughs> he's giving it like you've heard it. Like the verdict is in. The jury's in.
3: <laughs> um, like,
1: like, like, like
4: the fuck? <laughs> you say oh. you're a six, that you yet you expect me to believe I'm a ten?
1: What? Yo, mate, I've seen your like rock hard shit you've got going on your shirtless shit. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! I don't show off below the
4: belt,
3: okay? No, right,
1: no, no! I mean, like you your rock hard. Uh, I don't know about your dick, but your rock hard fucking bud,
3: smoking bud. You're not
1: scared to show a bit of skin. You know, we're we're desen- we're so desensitized in today's society, yeah. Uh I'll see you sat there without a shirt, and I'm like, my interest is peaked <laughs> hey. i'm like I'm like ah, oh, look at those I, like I would drink the milk from those sweet tits <laughs> like like fucking Romulus and Remus drank from the wolf and then got the energy to build Rome itself. I too drink the tits of chew toy and start a Hogwarts school of bitchcraft and misery for dogs. <laughs> I, I think that's actually the the premise the premise of the Wes Anderson film Isle of Dogs. Check it out on IMDB. We'll
4: definitely have to check that one
1: out. Yeah, Wes Anderson sucked on chew toys, sweet honey suckling pits, <laughs> and made a a, a dog based film uh, on on his canine expungence.
0: Oh my god!
1: So.
4: So you guys talk about like 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 the conference to just like be shirtless or whatever on stream, but like so it, I wrestled for twelve years com- competitively, and during that time I went to national youth nationals. It, and when you're in state regionals and nationals, you have to wear a specific singlet color, either red or blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I accidentally wore the wrong color to the match. Luckily, I had the right color, so they gave me two minutes. To run to a bathroom and change, um, I was like, "Fuck that!" So I stripped right there on, and it was actually televised. So technically on TV, into tidy whities
0: Oh my god! And change
4: singlets. It, it's <laughs>
2: got. It's gotta be Kane.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I, I have Kane. this weird thing of like, I, I'm a sexy motherfucker, but I'm ugly as hell. No. You know, like
1: no. I, I don't understand.
4: I don't understand the psychology of it myself. But, like, you know sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, damn. You're right, not. Right. And then, like, a moment later, I'll look back, and like, the f- why would anybody want that?
1: I, I, I saw you that time in your stream, and I thought, like, definitely you could have played at least Bucky Barnes.
0: Hey, <laughs> yo. You know what I
1: mean? You could have been the Winter Soldier. Oh, I'd be
4: down. I, I've always wanted to get into acting.
1: I always wanted to get into wrestling, but uh, I, I was actually quite... Uh, I thought I was quite good at wrestling. Uh, but then I, I remember the day I tapped out. Uh, my inner demon, <laughs> my inner demons were much too strong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Like, I'm very... I, I have many conversations about, like, being comfortable in yourself, body, body positivity, blah, 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 blah. People don't understand how attractive they can be in like conventional and unconventional ways. So chewy talking about stripping down to his tidy whities nationalized on <laughs> you know on national TV fucking changing singlets like listen here you motherfuckers. <laughs> like.
1: like and I would use that manscape um sponsorship to shab his balls personally is absolutely <laughs> i i I won't hear of it from you like if the Lord strike me down now
0: you're a twitch ten both of you god damn
1: no nah, well he uh, I lose a few points in real life because I walk like fucking quasi <laughs> <laughs> So, like, like so I look good in that photo there, like, you know, the posture's good. But, like, I look like a fucking Studio, Gib- Studio Ghibli character when uh, I'm hunched down so much it looks like my face comes out of my fucking chest.
0: I've seen video of you drunkenly dancing.
1: <laughs> I know oh, how you hold oh. your shoulders. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know how, uh, and read from that what you will, listener. I know how you hold your shoulders.
0: Uh, well, oh yeah.
1: I mean, it, sound, it sounds like you're trying to get me fucking beheaded. Like I'm not Ned fucking Stark.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's how your I, shoulders round your the top of your back. Like I know that shit. I see that shit. I ain't dumb.
4: That hey, so, that, I, I slouch like a motherfucker too. I'm six feet tall, but walking around people probably think I'm closer to like five nine. Yeah, right. I, I, I fuck I slouch. I I make I, myself seem smaller, partly because I got into fights a lot when I was because I, I was a little bigger.
1: Let's talk more about that. Fucking hell. <laughs> let's talk about the, the like the like fight club moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: fucking Tyler Chew Toy.
0: I can't imagine you being in like an actual fist fight, Chewie, and I don't know why.
1: I mean, he's literally said he's a wrestler.
0: I know. Like, well, I just, I, I'm a pacifist. Yeah, I don't, I don't
4: want to fight people. Like, I, I try <laughs> not to be aggressive and stuff. I don't want to to do that.
1: Yeah, but you see, but, you're, such, you're such a buff fucking <laughs> Twitch ten that you fucking invite. People want to invade you like it's, like, the the fucking 1066. Like... (laughs) And that's why I started slouching when I
4: was younger. It was because like too many people saw me as like being threatening or whatever, wanted to fight me because they were like the school bully and had to assert their dominance.
2: Oh, and then I beat god. the shit out of them because
4: I've been in martial arts my whole life. And then I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. L-
1: listen to this fucking bullshit. Like, oh my god, I'm just way too buff, but I'm not a Twitch ten, okay? I know. But he's like he's like fucking Sylvester Stallone with like cat headphones on. like, an Instagram, like, he's, like, on his daughter's Snapchat, like, going, oh, it's funny when I use the the carriers. And, like, and that's just Chew Toy, buff as fuck. No one's, you know, he could run, like, Alcatraz in 1948. (laughs) With his, like, fucking, he's grating the prison cheese to make the prison pizza on his, like, the front of his body. (laughs) <laughs> and then he has the gall and audacity to be like Twitch ten, no, right? More like a three. Come on, man! You're you're a Twitch six by virtue of the fact that you you haven't told us about what energy drink you like yet.
4: <laughs> so, so wait, I'm being downgraded, right? No, um, I'm not. Not telling. Not telling. No,
1: no energy drink. No, no, like no, no. You're being upgraded. <laughs> Fuck that shit. It's bad. It, like, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, ADHD (laughs) (laughs) Uh, common common among our guests who happen to be Twitch streamers and some fucking it's like a tobacco company some fucker (laughs) has decided to corner the market of Twitch streamers these people (laughs) with ADHD they've decided to target them with drinks that stimulate (laughs) their minds to the point (laughs) where they can't concentrate even more now i can now I can stay awake even longer, and I wake up and then I can't do well at my job
2: Listen, but like, it's fine. I, I think
1: i think, uh, i'm i'm sorry I'm calling out g for g fuel right now <laughs> i I've, I've basically called g fuel the uh the tobacco company of the ADD brain
0: i mean you're not wrong though
1: yeah Oh, I, must I
0: be honest. Yeah, yeah and I,
2: like now I can play Elden
1: Ring. Now I can play Elden Ring for a bunch of strangers
2: <laughs> all night. Oh my god! Yeah, right? yeah. and I it's ca-
4: okay.
1: <laughs> I can. I have this I can- all natural thing. Yeah. Oh. I- oh well, yeah. Well, well, I can tell you're all natural. You fucking <laughs> hiding nothing. <laughs>
3: oh <Yeah. laughs>
1: In your, in your like, uh, like, uh, like, I, I picture you like fucking Brendan Fraser in uh, George of the Jungle, sat there streaming away, right? Yeah, and like any moment, any any moment, you can just call upon like a trusty toucan. <laughs> he like he'll he'll like give you like I don't know Cheetos Cheetos to get you through the through the game. And you're like,
4: no, I-, I just use depression and self loathing. That's that's my
1: energy drink. Oh. yeah oh, oh that one all right
0: Kurt Cobain eventually it becomes less effective though I, I hit that yeah. point and it's fine it's fine so far it hasn't
1: yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah well uh Druid knowledge used depression he heard him he hurt himself in his confusion like fucking like, yo. When it comes to when it comes to de- depression and uh, running a podcast on Twitch streams, I'm fucking Gengar, bitch. <laughs> Ghost type, goth, goth mafia.
0: Uh... No. Uh,
1: you know. I can't. I can't tell anyone how to live their lives, man. Because like, I, if I were drinking G Fuel, I'd probably like be making NFTs now. But instead, I'm fucking smoking like Snoop Dogg and drinking Cabernet Sauvignon and doing this.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But mani- managing to curb the uh, celebrity impressions. Although I'm thinking that. I mean, like, I don't know, Gilbert Gottfried's on the way or something.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the... uh, Here's something that hasn't happened, too, which I feel like we need to... I think you dropped a name, and I just need to talk about him for a minute. We haven't talked about celebrities really hard this episode, either. Like, we haven't, like... I haven't said, you know, fuck you to a celebrity this episode, and it feels weird, but... I just want to give all the love and adoration to fucking Brendan Fraser because that oh, man yeah. Oh, yeah. has gone through so much fucking shit and he is still just a goddamn gem.
1: Uh, and, can yes. we, can, and can we say, like, appears, like, if, like, my Facebook-sponsored links have anything to say about it, <laughs> that he's on the cusp of a little bit of a comeback.
0: Yeah. So
4: hell, I fucking love Brendan Fraser. If anybody listening to this dislikes Brendan Fraser, I I live in LA. Come find me. I'll fight you. I don't give a fuck.
1: Oh yeah, and you've heard his success record. Like, don't fucking
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, so- I, I don't. I give zero fucks. He is a great person. Yeah. Okay, and he does not deserve all the hatred that he's been getting over the last like fucking decade.
1: Well. What? yeah and and, and, and and he got he got sick and if you uh, like he used to be buff as fuck he was hollywood leading man he got uh-huh. sick yeah he's gained a little bit of weight he's got those wet eyes now um which i find endearing by the way i like i love the fact that he's like overweight and it, he, but he like not that that's an issue mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. being over but like, fuck fuck Caring, like the ancient Greeks loved, uh, loved a bit of back, lo- loved a bit of gammon. You know what I mean, right? Like, so the idea of what is attractive changes over time, but like he made <sighs> that transition to from being like a fucking ripped up cheese grater to what he is now, and he 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 has so much grace and decorum right. and affability about it that he can, he is inspirational.
0: He, so the whole thing that happened with him is he spoke out about, uh, like being sexually assaulted as a man in Hollywood, which is something that yeah. they don't, they don't talk about like men don't talk about that kind of shit. And when that happened, cause I'm on IMDb. Hey, you know, that's something that happens every time. Um, <laughs> his career tapered in yeah. 2009 he's got two credits in 2010 one in 2011 one in 2012 a handful in 2013 but like he didn't start like his he's starting to get more credits now 2018 2019 he's in one, two, three, four things are in post production, and one thing that's currently filming.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and watch this space because he's doing a film with uh, Darren Aronofsky of uh, Black Swan fame mm-hmm. about yeah. about a guy with an eating disorder. And I, I swear to God that I think that that if he plays it right, he'll be a surefire Oscar contender.
0: Yeah. And I think oh,
1: yeah. he's he's got that power within him to fucking like act his ass off, man.
0: Because he he's a phenomenal actor. You know, he yeah. got a lot of the dumb jock roles, but when you look at him in The Mummy, like he did physical, he did funny, he Which, did Yeah. like action, <sighs> he did serious. Like he he does all of it and he's not given enough credit. And I guess he's playing a villain now in uh, something in in one of these newer productions, which I'm really stoked for. Heck yeah!
3: Yeah,
1: we're we're ready for him, man. We're ready for the comeback. Yeah. Those Those people give
4: a lot of uh, a lot of shit for Looney Tunes back in action. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the movie wasn't good at all, but Brandon Fraser did a fucking great job in that movie. Right. I'm just saying, like, with basically working with very little actual humans Mm -hmm. in that,
1: he
4: did such a great fucking job.
1: I'll I'll be honest, I've not seen it, but I can guarantee that he did a better job than Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) I would argue
4: that you are correct on that, yeah.
1: Yeah, because, like, Space Jam for, like, everything that we love nostalgically about it, like, Michael Jordan is, like, he he may as well have been the plank of wood from Ed Ed and Eddie,
0: right? Yeah,
1: right. Because he's like, "Whoa, you're a cartoon rabbit,"
0: right? And I, <laughs> he's like, yeah, "What's up, there? What's up, there?
1: And he's like, "Whoa, I thought you were a cartoon." Well,
0: it, it, it
1: sounds like a fucking anti-drug PSA every time he speaks. You know? right. If we're gonna, if we're gonna play uh, well at basketball then we're going to need my gear.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I was like, well, how, how is it, how, how is it um, Hollywood managed to make Michael Jordan a white man? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we're going to need my, uh, my sweatband. From my mansion. <laughs> we need the, to get my, my.
4: strap, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you've gone for, like, if it was directed by Kevin Smith.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like,
1: you know, like, Michael Jordan just telling you why uh, he doesn't like fucking Star Wars Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just didn't believe that whole scene with Jabba.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Just so unbelievable,
4: unrealistic. Just really uh,
1: unrealistic. Yeah, because he was just a fat. He was just a fat turd.
4: Yeah, that's that's it.
2: Coco hito Skywalker.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, there, there he is again, Jabba. Coco hito
2: Skywalker. Ha ha
1: Yeah, and then the 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 subtitles at the bottom don't even say Skywalker. I'm like, who even <laughs> fucking voice Jabba the
2: Hutt? Ha 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 ha! Han Solo!
4: Hi, how are you today?
1: Great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He's like, you dishonour my family.
2: Ha 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 ha! Carbonite!
1: It's like, you know, uh, I can't wait for The Force Awakens. I'm <laughs> like, what? Damn, why do they keep changing these movies? <sighs> oh.
0: I the Force been... Awakens.
1: Oh. Oh,
0: God. Mm.
3: Oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the, still very much ra-
0: stuck in a Brendan Fraser photo rabbit hole <laughs> on IMDb, so don't mind me. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Well, um, Uh, Someone called Jill into the room Uh, (laughs) The podcast's second favorite Frasier after Frasier Crane Yes Baby I hear the blues are calling to (laughs) salad and mummy prequel films
0: This, well the thing that's got me all fucking Like I forgot he was in the movie based on the book Inkheart
4: Oh yeah, I yeah. Forgot he was, about he that. He was the lead uh, in Ecart. Yeah, like uh,
1: what? Uh, what are you talking about? Like that? That just sounds like when my fucking work printer malfunctions.
0: <laughs> Have you not seen Ecart? I haven't seen no? it, but I I read the books. Oh. So it's it's a like a a teeny bopper. It's book a very series. shitty
4: movie, to be honest. Well. But... <laughs>
0: but it was a it's, it's a i think a trilogy of books that i absolutely loved when i was in middle school early high school and it was it came out in tw- 2008 the movie did so you can like i was a junior in high school i think i was a sophomore uh-huh. or junior so like it was perfect for my age range it was around the same time of the twilight you know Saga, and um mm. and so it was one of those style of movies. But the books, I enjoyed them in that yeah. age group. But I forgot he was in those.
1: Yeah, it's funny. You say like Inkheart just sounds like a DLC character from Soul Calibur.
0: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's like yeah,
1: I and it's like Inkheart from Germany. <laughs> who uh, Whose sole purpose in life Is to find a magic sword And devour souls I hated the, uh, I hated Soul Calibur wasn't
0: I? Uh, I loved Soul uh, Calibur
1: g- I, great, well, I, I, I had it on I had Soul Calibur 2 on Gamecube With a Link in it, love that uh, But then I, um, uh, I hated <laughs> What I hate about the Soul Calibur Franchise is the All of the dialogue Mm-hmm. Because you've got, like, um, the the announcer that announces the stages before they go on, which, why they've got that, I've got no idea. Sounds like uh, the guy uh, who does, like, the Wii Sports fucking narration if his <laughs> wife left him. <laughs> and, he's like, uh, and, and he's so over the top, he sounds like someone on a creative writing course because you're essentially... Uh, the, the fighting stage is like um, a block of wood in the middle of a piece of water and and, and and he goes like and this is the stage where souls are born and people are lost and I'm like oh come on and then you've got like a um, Inkheart, the German uh, soul reaver who's like <laughs> I will find your soul today I'm like, they talk too much man yeah <laughs> They talk too much. Like, we need, like, um, you know, people that can hear me now, we need, like, a a soundboard prank call made up of just, like, horrifically verbose soul-caliber announcer statements. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Castle of Souls! (laughs) Sarah, this is a white castle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh.
1: I, but you no, know, I've not seen. I, I've seen approximately two Brendan Fraser movies, and that is George of the Jungle and um, the, the. Well, I say two films. I suppose this is three. The Mummy films. Mm. Um, he was in that fucking film Bedazzled, which uh, absolute pile of garbage. I actually think like he didn't get the fair shake that he deserved.
0: No. I mean, because Encino Man was one that I saw a lot (laughs) when I was younger.
1: Um, You see, I've never heard of the... I've not heard of Inkheart. I've not heard of Encino Man.
0: So Encino Man had... um, He played I feel like I'm old.
1: The old one here.
0: So he played this character, Link. He was this caveman that was frozen in ice. And... Polly Shore and Sean Aston fucking bring him into the modern age of the time. So they give him like a fucking makeover, give him a haircut. He fucking drinks a slushie out of a fucking directly out of a machine. He steps on a rake and it like smacks him in the face. Like it's, it's fucking wild. But it's yeah, it's one Ugh. of those fucking movies of of the era. Like it just it wow yeah it Not came out for, like. In I don't think so. This...
1: So, oh wow, yeah, year I was born. Yeah. Um, Paulie
4: Shore, Sean Austin.
1: I, I I don't even know who Paulie Shore is. Is uh, he not having Jersey Shore?
4: No. Have you seen Biodome?
1: N- not even heard
3: of it? What?
1: I'm 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 so good with movies and you guys are just throwing some like <laughs> fucking you, you like <laughs> These uh, these movies are like fucking popcorn, like yeah, un unpopped popcorn, fucking shits, man.
0: So, oh gosh, what, what's Paulie Shore was other... also in. Um, I'm trying to find. Did you ever see the movie Son-in-Law? Either? Never heard okay. of
1: it. No. So
0: I'm trying to. What find... about
1: in the army? No, uh, I, I I think what we're learning here is uh, Paulie Shore. <laughs> Has not managed to cross the Atlantic. <laughs> like, Paulie Paulie Shore is like dealing with some fucking and harsh immigration laws here in Britain. Because I oh, no idea. He's like Paul. He's he's like fucking Paulie D. That's what I know about. Uh,
0: so Mike,
1: the, Mike, the situation.
0: Paulie Shore, if you saw or like, um, if you saw right. like.
1: I, I, I'm going to google this fucking motherfucker now. It, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he was a stand-up comic. Um before he uh started, he was he had a show on MTV it, from 90 to 93. And so then he started doing like HBO specials and he started doing like right. Some other stuff. He's got awards. He he won Oh. <sighs> He won worst actor, he, he was nominated for worst actor for Biodome. Uh yeah, he, he's I won, fucking
4: love Biodome.
0: All of his award wins are Razzies except for in 2003, an Audience Choice Award for Shore Shore's Deb.
1: Oh my god.
0: Uh No,
1: I I'm I'm about to blame on here. I've never fucking seen this guy in my life. Oh
0: my god. He is oh, holy. <gasps> You got
1: to watch well, Biodome. Yeah. Well, I'll put it I'll well. Okay, it's on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't well, well, forgive me if I don't like seem that enthusiastic because it seems the reach of this guy um has been muted. He, it like the th- what I get from the pictures is that he uh, he looks like Rob Schneider's like neglected bastard son.
0: But that's so Paulie <laughs> Shore very much. Yeah. That is kind yeah. of like his his life, though. Like uh, Paulie Shore, it, he predates some of the like people that we like, like our generation knows and loves. He's like my older sister. Like who's eight years older than me, <laughs> Polly Shore is like she re- very much remembers Polly Shore, and like our generation grew up with like Joe Rogan on Fear Factor, and like Fuck there's yeah. there's what? like that generational fucking difference. It's just slight. It's ever so slight. Fun uh, fact: uh,
4: a nickname of mine back in in elementary school was Fear
0: Factor. Oh my god! Which
4: goes back to another thing thing that was that was already brought up in in podcast so far, was that I'd basically eat anything. People, kid, mm. Other kids in elementary school would, would put together weird combinations of food, and I would eat it because I was broke and didn't want to pay for food.
0: Oh my god. So, uh, <laughs> a but,
1: but continuing back to Polly Shore. Cheeto so, uh, will finish that sentence once he's finished eating his cotton candy pizza or whatever he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Poor... Paulie Shore uh I I think it's not me not knowing, cuz like I'm pretty like good at stuff before my time. Mm-hmm. I I think this is like a, a cultural thing. I don't think Paulie Paulie Shore's just not made it. Uh,
0: yeah, which uh, the that, that makes that kind of makes sense. Paulie Shore <laughs> is unbelievably American fucking culture comedy. Right. He's an American man.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like the the fucking bald eagle of uh, fucking shit comedy.
0: Uh, Yeah, like...
1: (laughs) You know I mean? Like, fucking fly the flag. Pauly Shore, that guy was goddamn funny.
4: Like, there's definitely gonna be a lot of Biodome when when you get around to watching it. That's gonna be insanely cringe. But that's just part of... What makes it funny?
1: Well, I'm not above. Is the... it leans
4: hard into it, like it accepts it and just goes goes balls to the walls with it.
1: I've, like uh, what I will say is I feel that like I've met my kryptonite because I'm usually as soon as a pop culture reference happens in the podcast, I'm usually like straight there with it, and like I feel like I've got <laughs> I've got my Jill in my hand and I'm <laughs> like, I like like the, there's nothing happening. So, oh yeah, you know what I mean, like, cause like I just don't know what the fuck. I don't know what to say about him other than like I I don't know who he is. <laughs> okay, so here's here's
0: a good. I found a way to kind of link him and give you an idea. He, so Polly Shore's movie, Polly Shore is dead. Carrot Top was also in it. They are roughly the same age and they right. ran the same like circles of like right. acting so, and comedy and stuff like that. So he's a less popular, less famous uh carrot top.
1: Yeah, and and you know the only reason I know who Carrot Top is is because he was in the PS1 Celebrity Deathmatch game.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs>
1: I don't know if you remember Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV. I fucking
0: do. I do. Yeah. Uh,
1: he was in the he was in the PS One game, and he had like loads of crazy props. And yeah. then like since since then, like my limited knowledge of carrot top comes from that game. And then since then, I've heard him mentioned in so many Comedy Central roasts. Yeah, <laughs> so that, 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 that that's his thing. Like uh, he, uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, Will like make a remark about? Yes, I know that my father was a fireman and died in nine eleven. Also, Carrot Top
0: sucks. So Carrot Top's <laughs> big thing was he was he was a prop comedian, and he has this this fiery red hair, and he like fell kind of out of like popularity, and then suddenly people were just like, "Wait a minute." Carrot. When did Carrot Top get fucking swole? And he did. He got fucking yeah. jacked. And then, and everybody thought and, it was Roids because he would be and, doing a stand-up performance and he'd just fucking freak out at people.
1: But yeah, but also, who did all that shit to his face, dude? I don't <laughs> know. Like, he, like he looks like a background character in a Marilyn
0: Manson video. So. I think he also hung out too much with Chris Angel because that eyeliner, though. That,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking eyeliner. Uh, oh,
1: my God. And he, and the toner and the, no, the You know oh what? Bite me. <laughs> okay.
0: Bite <laughs> okay. me.
1: He's got that mascara.
0: But they both oh were like...
1: And I mean, he's like, uh, uh,
2: girl, Ladies, start your engines and may the best woman win. God damn
1: and then, like he, he, and then he just gets like he's got like a box on the stage, and he gets out like, like a hat with a propeller on it, <laughs> and he says, "This stand-up routine's about to take off." Oh my <laughs> that's god, Carrot. I hate it. Uh, that's Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah. so,
0: but like <laughs> Carrot Top was was friends with Polly Shore, and like. Just the the fucking like that's the generation. That's that's what it like. They were both Uh, famous and popular at the same time, and somehow now Carrot Top has is like trying to be an inventor. I guess.
1: Can can I say what what I don't understand about Carrot Top is that the tops of carrots are actually green, right? So, so does that mean that he's just like really envious?
0: Uh, Maybe. So,
1: So
4: the top of him is is. Similar to a carrot.
1: It's Similar so, to uh, Simpson's main. to
4: the top of the carrot, but
1: yeah. It's it's similar to Simpson's mainstay, Sideshow Bob.
0: So I put a <laughs> picture in resources that is carrot top with Chris Angel, and you can see how fucking ripped carrot top <laughs> see is. This? It's fucking insane.
4: <laughs> I, like oh, yeah. I remember watching some stuff of his, and then watching stuff of, like years later. And see how fucking jacked he was for no Dude, fucking reason. For Just no like,
0: reason. <laughs> so he, uh, he got jacked it, and then got a whole bunch of plastic surgery. And now he's like uh, mid middle of the road, like ripped still. But it's like, uh, what the fuck?
1: Well, look at this picture. Yeah. If, if he took his wife beater off, people might think he was Chew Toy 13.
3: Oh
1: <laughs> 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 a hard six on the the twitch scale of attractiveness. <laughs> no. <laughs> a 10 cheese 13 a 13 <laughs> out of 100 13 out of 100 yeah. oh my god uh, oh no no i won't i won't no honestly i won't hear of it i won't hear of it i, I like if you were my son i'd fucking disown you right now be like, you're a attra- you're attractive son, just like your dad.
4: <laughs> Funny enough, is my dad kind of did disown me. So
1: like,
0: hey. well, sucks wow. to be him because you're fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it, his loss. He disowned you, and now it's time for him to own the consequences of his actions. And that's the fucking that's the irony of being a deadbeat dad. Um yep. time to own up,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: dads. If you're listening, I know you are. Come, come back from buying cigarettes at the store, for fuck's sake.
0: My dad struggles enough with normal human functions. Finding a podcast oh, what, on the internet is, is hard for him. What what what, <laughs> what? what?
1: what? What is he like? Fucking ET?
0: No, my dad. <laughs> like he, I love him so much, but. <laughs> he's he's in chronic pain most of the time. So I, I poke fun at him, but I know exactly why he's he's in, like, why he is this way. Because he lays on the couch and he'll, like, take a puff off his vape or eat an edible and, like, watch fucking, like, Sanford and Sons, Three's Company, and, like, Maddox. Like, all mm-hmm. these older shows. And he'll sit there and he'll <laughs> chuckle. Two and a half Men will come on the after <laughs> after like, and it's the Two and a Half Men episodes post Charlie Sheen, so it's fucking Ashton oh. Kutcher and John Cryer, and I'm just sitting there just watching my dad, just like the occasional just hm, just
3: yeah.
0: like one hey. Hey. <laughs> one sound of laughter and like. <laughs> I'll I'll be like, "Hey, Dad, uh, do you need me to do you know something for you?" And he goes, "Well, I do it on my cell phone, but I don't know how to do it, and I have your sister help, but I don't know how to do it." And I'm like, "Dad, you know how to read text messages? Like, come on."
2: (laughs) You and that's how you come on,
0: right? Hey,
2: hey, hey, Amanda, hey, Amanda. uh, This show was much better before Charlie Sheen got the HIV
0: oh my god dude (laughs) like
2: now it's now it's uh it it, it was two and a half man now it's like two and one eighth man (laughs) (laughs) with ashton kutcher he comes on he looks at the stock market he plays steve jobs and uh he he can't do comedy Seems- I, liked him as- I liked him as Kelso in that 70s show, though. <laughs> Funny but show.
0: My dad won't even do that. My dad is a man of such few words. He gets, like, he's to a point now in life where he's very much like Eeyore. He doesn't say much. He doesn't do much. <laughs> but when he does have something to say, it's fucking important. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he just, yeah. he lays there, and I'd be like, you all right, Dad? Yep.
1: <laughs> yep, yep it just, and, and, you know, Dad, what are you thinking? And he goes like uh, uh, it, What are you thinking, honestly?
2: Uh, no, 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 honestly What are you thinking?
1: It's time to invest in crypto <laughs> <laughs> you like, oh, fucking hell <laughs> hey, uh, CNN They
2: said crypto is next
0: thing it, He, It's more like he asks me What, what the fuck crypto it, is Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and- yeah, yeah. Is it something he needs yeah. to be concerned about? And it's like, Dad, I love you. Yeah. You are an amazing, <laughs> wonderful man. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I would just say like, like crypto's a Marvel
0: villain. Don't worry about it. Right. That's I crypto. I'm just like, Dad, don't don't worry about it. It's fine. If it's something I think you need to be concerned about, I'll talk to our my little sister, and she'll talk to you about it. <laughs> he goes, <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I say to my dad. I go, go, Dad, don't worry about any of this. Just worry about if they're going to make it on ice road truckers,
0: right? <laughs> like,
1: like, you know, I, I oh, just worry about the whole man. Like, are they, they going to be able to traverse the the unforgiving roads of Canada, right? And and give the people of um, Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> they're fucking they're charming.
0: Right. Oh my god. Yeah. I
1: swear I swear Truckers, Ancient Aliens, um and Storage Wars. The fucking unholy trifecta You know you were talking about that Satanist uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. You wanna see Satan, you watch those three fucking shows. Right. Yeah. I was like, uh, Dave. <laughs> yeah. People that like uh, feed like we, we uh, uh, storage wards. People that feed off uh, the fact that people can't afford to pay for their storage units anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: they've lost their um, they've lost their like priceless collection of uh, they've got the, the Dead Sea Scrolls in there, mm-hmm. and then you've got, got like
4: some of D's uh, in there too.
1: Yeah, and then undermined by like Dave. <laughs> and they're going, "Yep, I'll see something I like in there."
0: <laughs> like,
1: Carrot character uh cassette collection.
0: Oh God, I can't. I don't. Ugh, God. Well, now that we have touched on it we've like rapid fired subjects uh of the podcast. Do <laughs> you wanna rapid fire through some guest questions?
1: Absolutely always. And again, I'm 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 gonna do it like I do this every time. We, we've noticed, right, through the uh the the numbers that are coming in uh, on the podcast analytics that there are people not in the Discord, not involved in the Twitch community that are listening to the podcast. We have an official website where you can post questions as well. We want as many questions as possible.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We, just, we just don't get enough um, because we'd like to pick and choose through a variety <laughs> of questions because we end up asking ourselves uh, uh, really great inventive questions all the time, but we want more. Yeah. So it's a call, like a rare call. Like I love that we're at the fact where I can do a call to action, right? Like I feel like a, like a legit, like I feel like the angry video game nerds like <laughs> shit, shitting on a N sixty four cartridge right now. Uh, like I, I feel that famous, but like we've got to the point where call to action, please, 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 inundate us with your questions. We'd love to have them.
0: Yes. So we've got a few. Um, on our first one, which you've listened to the the podcast, so you know, uh, first guest question, uh, comes to us courtesy of red and it is, what is your, or what would be your mundane superpower? Okay. What do you mean by mundane? So like, it's, it's something that's like an everyday, like it's, it's not like the ability to fly or to have a super strength or it's not like stuff like that. It's more like, um, you know, like producing a flower for someone who's having a bad day and handing it to them or, um, uh, being able to throw something on the floor and it automatically goes, uh, automatically goes to like the trash or the recycling or gets put away. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Or or someone able to watch the Game of Thrones finale without vomiting.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I I still actually haven't seen season eight yet. I've been I've I've held off because I didn't want to uh, ruin my uh, uh my love for Game of Thrones.
3: Oh,
1: you're in for a doozy. It's uh what my favorite episode, the the final episode. Uh oh. Jon Snow does some shit, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> John Jon Snow goes to college. And fails his midterms. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can't get anyone to go to the dance with me.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Ah, oh, don't worry, Jan. Someone will go to the dance with you. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't get them to go to the dance with me because I'm a bastard. <laughs> I'm Ned, I'm Ned
1: Stark's bastard, and that's all I'll ever be. <laughs> So, so I'm going to change my mundane superpower to being not Ned Stark's bastard, but his legitimate son.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> so, uh,
1: I think mine would be able
4: to the the ability to make somebody genuinely laugh slash smile.
1: You've already but got like, that. They're, they're telling You're...
4: joke, a joke or something like that. Just be able to make somebody laugh and laugh or smile.
1: You've got that in spades.
0: Yeah, you already do that more than yeah. you realize. No. Uh, you've got that
1: super you got that superpower. Yeah. Tell a joke.
4: Oh, oh you want me to tell
1: a joke? <laughs> uh, four,
4: uh, four guys are walking together. The first three walk into a bar, the fourth guy ducks.
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> All right. fucking
3: jesus (laughs)
1: all right all right here's one for you uh ginger's already heard this one this is like a classic from my uh repertoire (laughs) so uh there's this there's this uh, there's three frogs at a pool and uh they get arrested so things happen, they get put in cells and it comes to the day of the court cases and they all get tried separately. Uh, So, you know, busy day in court, it's like an episode of Law and Order. Um, You get in and then it's like you know, serious shit. It sounds like Randy Marsh. And um, so the three frogs get tried separately in court. And the judge, first frog comes to the stand and the judge asks, what's your name? And the first frog says, well, sir, my name is frog. And uh, the judge says, OK, frog. Why were you arrested that day? And he says, I was just blowing bubbles. Judge looks around and goes, that's not a crime. How dare they? Uh, this is going to get laughed at of court. You're free to go. There's uh, no crime happened here second frog comes to the stand judge goes oh two frogs in one day uh interesting uh <laughs> and the he goes oh, well what's your name and the second frog goes well sir my name is frog frog judge looks at him up and down and goes well what did you do frog frog and frog frog says well your honor I was simply blowing bubbles. Judge says, that's what the last guy I was in for. Go fuck yourself. This isn't a crime. Go fuck off. Do what you do. You're free to go. <laughs> and where this is going. And uh, so the frog goes free. The third frog comes in. And the judge has had enough of it by this point. And the judge says, head in hands, let me guess. Your name is Frog Frog Frog. And the frog goes, No, Your Honor, my name's Bubbles.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: uh, I love those kinds of jokes. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've got a ton of them.
3: For yes. Uh, yes.
1: When the recording, when the. Choose Oi 13. Yes. Question for you
4: Possible answer.
1: What made the math book sad?
4: Uh, I, I don't know, but it just had so many problems.
1: Ah! How about you go for my mundane superpower? Would be for Juice Toy to not know the punchline to that joke. <laughs> I absolutely, feel defiled.
3: Uh,
1: I feel uh, like he's looked into my brain and eaten eaten the fucking contents with spaghetti. <laughs>
4: Oh, I could go for some fucking spaghetti.
1: Mm. Ah, uh, yeah, just like Mama used to make. <laughs> anyway, guest I, questions.
3: I, yeah.
0: So <laughs> questions. Uh, we're gonna pop through uh, the questions submitted by the patrons because they get uh, question priority. Um really. So we've got one from. <laughs> We've got a we've got a meme one from Toasty but then a real one from Toasty. So, meme one is what's with the no shirt thing? Are you just too hot in your streaming room? <laughs>
4: <clears throat> so, w- w- what it is with the shirtless thing is that I found out that it's perfectly fine I mean, for me to stream shirtless being a guy. Um, and <laughs> if you know me, I am a lazy motherfucker. Mhm. So often, especially when I was streaming regularly, like my my nine to midnight P, uh, Pacific time, um, I would get home, take like a ten minute shower, turn on my computer, take a shower, start up stream, and like finish getting dressed after the shower while doing like the startup stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just easier for me to not put a shirt on, and that's just kind of how it started. Was it's like I just wouldn't put a shirt on because I was fucking lazy, and. I I'm constantly turning on my little tower fan right next to me, turning it on, turning it off and stuff throughout the streams.
0: Mm, okay.
4: But yeah, it just it comes from me being a lazy
1: fuck.
0: I mean, that's fair. But the Um Yeah.
1: And and the fact that you fucking ripped. I mean, there is that. Wait,
4: what did I what did I rip? I ripped something?
1: Uh R.I.P. R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. Starring what is it? That Brian name? Reynolds. Brian Jeffress. Reynolds. Yep. Je- yeah, 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 Deadpool, Deadpool and the Dude, as I like to call it.
4: Right. Deadpool and the Dude. Yeah, let's go. <laughs>
1: like, i would uh, watch that movie. Absolutely. Yeah, like the, 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 the Christmas special, no one asked for.
0: <laughs> right. Uh,
1: Deadpool and the Dude. It sounds like, well, it sounds like a like a radio duo.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. You're on KF17 with Deadpool and the dude.
3: <laughs>
1: and then like and then like Deadpool's just like uh, I know you're listening on radio right now. <laughs> I'm breaking the fourth wall. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know you're listening right now. And here's Steely Dan reeling in the years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn it. So, the real question from Toasty is, how does it feel to be streaming?
4: I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, so, I, I first kind of got into streaming because uh, it, it, it's kind of a uh, oh shitty thing, looking back on it now, but there was this person I was talking to who was a streamer and was trying to, like, somewhat become full-time streaming. Um, and trying to have a better understanding of the stresses they had uh, through streaming and like not getting numbers or whatever for it. I kind of got more into streaming to better connect and better understand it and stuff. And then interacting with other streamers and all that kind of became its own thing that I really started to enjoy and being able to like kind of stream by my stream myself. And like while you're streaming Ginger and us playing games together and interacting with, each other and the chats together it was was just a lot of fun it kind of helped with some of the issues I've currently been having of not having a social life because work's been a pain in the ass Mm -hmm. on that Mm. end but it's definitely been nice for helping connect with people and keep interacting and fulfilling the social needs of the social creature as humans are
0: Yeah,
1: yeah can't argue with that answer really how does it feel to be streaming? As someone that, like, doesn't stream, uh, you know, I'm so close to the, like, world of it to the point where I appear on other people's streams, I do a podcast about streams, but, like, totally feel everything you're saying there, like, I do this, I do the podcast to fulfill that, I, 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 I suppose. Um uh, However understand like how much work actually goes into like consistently streaming that's the aspect of it and i suppose i think like in a weird way like i think it would like diminish the podcast if all of a sudden i became a streamer Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it would ruin the podcast um just because i would lose that edge to be critical on it but like uh just to say to everyone like like mostly people that stream listen to the podcast uh you know to each one of you i, I really admire genuinely the work that goes into it um and it, it you know it's funny too, toy that you you kind of had this like defensiveness about like your reasoning for it but like it's Surely, as valid as anyone's. Some people get in stream, into streaming so they can, like, become more famous than other people, and then belittle them when they become, you know, widely known. So, like, huh. yeah. Well, we've seen that controversy with the uh, artisan builds,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, bullshit. You know, some people some people get into streaming to just shit on people and feel above them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you know, don't don't do yourself a disservice, and then think about you know the fact that you're making real connections out there through that. I think that that's something that's easy to forget is yeah. that because you're pushing a product, and the product is yourself doing whatever it is live in real time and and accepting donations and bits that it it, it, it's like a product but it does become this kind of community of people that genuinely have like a care for each other i think it has that like depth of feel to it uh so yo don't belittle yourself on it uh and and just my token once an episode where i uh, get on my fucking soapbox or high horse or whatever you want to call it and go like hey i'm not getting the stream
2: <laughs> fuck you <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: ginger ha- ginger i suppose this question applies to you uh not more than either of us but like you know quite pressed prest- prest- simply prest- prest- does apply to you like how do you
0: feel I so for me like I have mentioned this quite a few times but I've always I've wanted to be a content creator for like the last 10 years. And I didn't actively start doing something about it for men I mean it was many 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 years later and you know I'm having, I was talking to someone and I was like, I'm coming up to my two-year mark of streaming and I like, it's, it's actually kind of becoming, it's, it's closing in. Um, and you know, these last two years have been some of the best times of my life. Have they caused me some stress sometimes? Absolutely. But they've also brought me some of my favorite people. And they've, you know, so do I, was I terrified to sit down in front of a camera and, and talk about this stuff and do some of this stuff? Absolutely. I was, I was mm-hmm. fucking horror. Like I was just so nervous. And now I'm just like, it's natural. The 10 days that I took off, not sitting down in front of a camera and just talking to the ether that is the internet felt. So, so just weird. So mm. I I love it. I love what I'm doing, and not just because it's like you know I am getting things out of it in the in the typical sense, like that people are streaming for money and and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, if you have the subscriber button available. You are streaming for money, in a sense. You are saying, "Yeah, go ahead and support me financially if you want."
1: Well, well yeah, but you'd you'd be a fool not to right take it Like it's just, uh, it's it's the same thing where we in the first episodes of the pod we joked about Patreon,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like it was never going to happen. We were never going to get Patreon, but like we there are costs to what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and we want to recoup the, the costs if we can. And and at the end of the day, if someone's going to give us the fucking money, we'll accept the fucking money.
0: Right. Yeah. And I don't want to get... I mean, if we get to a point where it's like, no, we're making a significant amount of money on the podcast. I fucking bet. Absolutely. But... Anybody who's been around my my channel long enough knows that my last like my 1 year anniversary we did a subathon and I donated a giant chunk of money that I made from the subathon to charity because I felt dirty keeping it. And so mm-hmm. like we're doing the Patreon and the the merch the I want to give people something of value for the money that they're giving us. Like yeah
1: and and also we're we're trading in personalities not souls right if, if that yeah. makes sense like we're you know at the end of the day the the onus the the whole reason for this podcast is to showcase people in the twitch community right and... um because everyone has that unique personality that thing to them and like you know it's what you, you you were saying just then, Ginger, that it took a lot to get on camera and get up there and have the confidence to do that. And every single person that streams has that battle in one way or another, if they realise it or not. Yeah. Because it's putting yourself out there in such a... like. There is no form of content that is more candid than the streamer because there is this... like expectation that your your life is open to the viewer in a way that it's not open to the viewer in television in movies and music and all these things part of the reason i'll never stream is is for that reason i don't have the i come across on the podcast a confident young man a strong six on the uh twitch uh attractiveness scale. <laughs> I do One not ten
4: on the on the top I, scale. Gold, okay. Golden
1: 10.
3: Um
1: <laughs> I, I I I um I I don't have the confidence to do what you guys do and go and that's a big part of the reason. I don't have the confidence to sit there for four hours on a camera and share my life in that way. Um so yeah a lot to be commended uh for all you guys doing it and for someone that doesn't stream I'm talking way too much about <laughs> what it's like to stream.
0: Well, see, here's <laughs> the thing too, is like I make YouTube videos too. And it's mm. it's a different beast. It's 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 different because for me to sit down and make a YouTube video, I have no feedback on is this funny? Will someone who watched this enjoy it? Are they going to watch the whole thing? Or are they going to click off of it after 30 seconds, after a minute, after five minutes? And, like, I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, fuck it, if they watch it, cool. If they don't, I don't care. Like, I've gotten to that point where I don't, just because I've been streaming, like, I... I have a, I try to have a more healthy outlook on some of those things. And yeah. like, I wanted to be a YouTuber more than a streamer. And now at this point, I'm like, whatever. Like, oh, I've been streaming. I'm going to fucking make some YouTube videos because why the fuck not? Mm. And mm. I like, I try to take a very healthy approach to these kinds of things because i the funny thing about any influencer or streamer is they have the same things and issues that go on with them like stand up comedians do, and actors people who seek that public attention that public spotlight
3: mm-hmm.
0: there there's some it's it's a it's a mental health thing where they're missing something in themselves and their life whatever like And being kind of real for a minute, like, you know, it's not, you know, not every streamer is a narcissist, but every streamer has like a gap and a hole in their life that they're filling with games and community or, you know, their music or whatever. And for some people, it just becomes really hard. If you meet a streamer that says, I am 100% mentally stable and mentally healthy they're fucking lying to you.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. But, like, I think it it applies to anyone doing anything creatively and putting it out there. You know, you are filling a hole that you have within yourself. And, like, like, through that creativity, like, for instance, if I like I'm like doing the music thing like I'm going like well like, like I want to I've got this like space where I, I want to make this thing mm-hmm. and then like the reaction to that thing is like seconds of filling that need to do the thing in the first place right and I think like if that situation becomes flipped where you are making the thing like not to like complete you're like the need within yourself to do something and you're doing it for the sake of doing it for the sake of like material uh reasoning like, like it's becomes the wrong reason but right. like people can see through that right people can like see through like phony things the the interesting thing about twitch i think is over anything else it has that instant gratification yep that instant yeah. response from people I think it's like a double-edged sword where you, you've got twenty people that follow your Twitch stream religiously. Then it's easy to get lost in thinking that that's like the biggest thing in in the world in terms of content.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
1: that it would be easy to fall. That is the trap that I would fall in. Mm. Is that like, like like twenty people like saying like here's
2: here's like two bits, right?
1: And like, and I'll be like. I love you guys. This is all I need. But like, I I would get lost in that like aspect of thinking, like, "Oh wow, this is the biggest thing in the world," and and lose sight of that. Which is why I like having like distance from that gratification via the podcast. I Mm -hmm. think,
0: (laughs) and that's like looking at like what I've done. I don't know anybody. Like I say it, and I it feels kind of. I don't know, sometimes shitty to say, but, like, I would love to meet another creator who's in, who, who's who's done some of the, like, crazy shit that we've done in this community. Like, who's, who's led a community mm. to do that? Like, I would love to because, holy fuck. Like, the insanity that is what my community does, it's, it, like, I you know, streamed on Monday, had a bit of bad news, and chat could tell you, um, they could tell very obviously that there was something wrong. And mm-hmm. I, uh, um, like, it was, you know, people were worried about, like, Oh God, I, we we asked you what's wrong, and now we realize that was kind of you know mean and rude. And it's like I share with you guys enough about my life that I want you to know. There's things that I don't want you to know, so I keep that shit private. I keep that shit locked away from me. And mm-hmm. I, learning the boundaries because, like, I don't. Yeah
1: that that must be tough. Yeah. To be fair, when when you're so ingrained with your community, to have like a bit of that like personal space,
3: mm-hmm.
1: as well as like because there must be such a pressure. And uh, I, I guess this is a like a question to you from me, but like I guess the like is there like pressure because you become so ingrained with those people to like share maybe more than you would like to.
0: I'm a pretty open book about things. Now, if mm. it would have been five years ago I would have had a lot harder of a time and I know that right. I would have felt that pressure I'm a pretty open book I mean I'll say, I'll say something and it makes people kind of like stop and and remember and realize that like I'm a person who's got like really like fucked up traumas and shit and I seem so happy and and fun and I do get serious and when I get serious it's very fucking serious but like i also try not to be that that person that lets all of that shit hold them down and like i try to fucking make something positive and beautiful out of whatever's going on and like i have forced myself to have that kind of outlook and now that i have that outlook i'm like fuck it, whatever. Like Occasionally, like a troll will get in my head, but then I pull myself out of it because what the fuck is the point of sitting there and being all mopey and sad and bitchy about it? And if I say to my community, hey, I'm just having a really bad day. I think I need to cancel stream. I feel comfortable enough that I can do that now. And some people, mm-hmm. they feel so bad about it. And... A lot of times they're they're newer streamers who feel like they have to do that and and yeah. you know in order to have people come back and watch their content and and watch them do stuff. Yeah. And it's like don't worry about fucking numbers. Worry about having a good time. If you're on Twitch to hang out and have a good time with with you know people on the internet, then do that. If you uh-huh. are on Twitch because you want to make money, then do the things that are gonna make you money. Like, yeah, don't, don't lie to yourself about why you're on Twitch. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. And if you, um, if you have no discernible talents whatsoever and you want to piggyback on someone else's stream, just start a podcast with them.
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I did. That's what I
1: did. And it's working great.
0: Well,
1: well, I can't,
4: well, I can't now podcast
1: with Ginger because you've gotten that one.
4: Oh my God! What is a talentless son of a bitch like well, me supposed to do?
1: Oh, uh, you dude. could, you could, you could like send a DMs where you try and like force me out. You're like, what are you doing with this talentless
2: hack?
4: <laughs> you know, what? you know what? I've got it. I've got. I've got the heart line straight to Ted Sarandos. So I'm like, hey, season three. Yeah, yeah, got <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, uh, you're
1: like he really, he he really lost it with that frog joke. <laughs>
4: exactly. Is that on brand for Netflix? Let's let's be honest uh, here, Ted. I, uh, I,
1: yeah, I don't think it is. Ted Sarandos um returned my text. I, like I can't believe it we've got to episode four and he's already fucking left me for dead.
0: I know. How dare he?
4: Yeah. I'm sorry,
1: bud. Uh well, you know, the fucking circle takes the square, man.
0: Right. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess that was a really kind of long, like I know I just talked a whole lot through that, but well, you you're
1: the you're the authority here on that question, I'd say. Mm. Not to uh not to diminish the the pillar of the evening that is Tutul 13. Yes so have we got any have we got any dick joke questions
0: um <laughs> uh, I've got one that's that's really funny uh and it, it comes from real Andy de seal um, so right <laughs> five items needed to summon chew toy during a ritual
4: okay so <laughs> uh, Let's, let's think about this for a second Even though I'm lactose intolerant And
1: <laughs> apparently allergic to gluten Pizza every, is
0: required Oh my every god good,
1: <laughs> that, That's how every good speech starts
0: Right? <laughs> Even though I,
1: uh, I and, and Julius Caesar went on the hill and said Even
2: though I'm lactose intolerant
1: oh. <laughs> uh.
4: Like, th- there's a time back in university where I had pizza every fucking school day. Ugh. To the point where, so we had a mod open up on campus, uh, which, if you don't know what a mod pizza is, it's kind of like a Subway type shop, but for pizzas. Okay. Um, That the, the workers knew my orders. All of the rotations of workers knew my order. I could walk in line. I wouldn't even have to tell them what I wanted. They'd be like, all right, I got you. Mm. Uh, I'm going to hook it up. It's like, I'm there too much, honestly. Yeah. But moving on. <clears throat> so one, you're definitely going to need pizza. Two is uh, um, pastries are literally life for me. Um, almost any time I order any- anything through DoorDash, there's some sort of dessert item included. Guaranteed.
0: <laughs> okay. So
4: pizza and pastries. Okay.
1: Um, <clears> okay. <throat> Yeah, at the moment you're like the BC boys. We want to fight for our rights of party. I know pizza, bagels. <laughs> oh
4: yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, what what else is? Past? What are the other three things that would be needed? I I uh, think I'm an easy summoning. Really, I think a rock
1: hard um, a rock hard set of abs.
4: Yeah, y- you know
0: I don't have one of those. Oh my god i think I think there's something that you're you're easily overlooking a cuddle blanket, uh, yes, cuddles- <laughs> a cuddle blanket, you know that blanket that you get under so you can like cuddle up with someone, so it's not super heavy, but it's just like heavy enough that you're just like ah yep
4: i for me, that's just a sheet because i'm actually i'm like really warm in general facts. Mm. Uh, so like a sheet is generally good enough, especially if someone's like very te- temperature sensitive. Mm. Um, a sheet, or maybe even just no sheet, like just open air. <laughs> like,
1: a, a, a sheet, a sheet or no.
4: <laughs> a sheet exactly. or open
1: air yeah. cuddles. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like
4: sheet uh, or uh, no sheet? That is the question.
1: <laughs> for your literature fix, it's like fucking like Hamlet,
0: right? <laughs>
1: To sheet or not to sheet, that is the question. <laughs> 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 oh fuck. Like I uh, just I, uh, like spooning under the moonlight for cheat Or oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or, or under <laughs> like uh, or under some two ply. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so bring the name into it that that's another good a good point for part of the summoning. So we have pizza, pastries or baked goods. Um Cuddle, like, affect, physical affection, because I'm a very physical person. Um, dogs mm. are, are definitely going to be part of the summoning ritual.
0: Okay. Um.
4: And then... Oh, gosh. what? Do, you know, I, I think I'm going to have to push this fifth item out to somebody who knows me. G- Ginger, what do you think w- would be the fifth item?
0: I feel like it's either something like legend of zelda related like you have to have like a like a legend of zelda item or like even just a small bottle of liquor of some kind yeah. like tell me that i'm not wrong though you, <laughs>
4: right, you know right, what right. you are not wrong on either of those fronts but i'm going to have to probably have to go with the alcohol being the <laughs> right, the winner all right, all right. of that one
3: <laughs> all right
1: all right all right the, like he's he's got al- he's got like an alcohol problem that it's like by way of a Jack Daniel's Navi. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, that, the, the, like he he sits there with like butterflies around his head and like then Navi pops up and goes,
2: "Hey hey, do you want to take another drink?" Yes, <laughs> he's, he's
1: like he's like consider me summoned.
2: <laughs> I feel like hey hey, hey listen listen. Twelve step program. <laughs>
4: Fuck it off. Hey, those are the twelve steps. It takes me to go from here
1: to the fridge where I keep my ice cold mm-hmm. alcohol. So and, here's yeah, straight from the Deku tree, who's also known as my drunk uncle
2: Chad.
0: So what I need to summon you to my home, Chewy, is a pizza, some alcohol, the offer yep. of cuddles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. A, a doggo.
4: Actually, it doesn't even have to be a dog. An animal.
0: An, An animal, animal of any kind, because I love animals. Okay. So... <laughs> and Chewie, and why That's the fuck haven't you come I'm, over? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. i, yeah, I, I like, like, not going to lie. I, I've actually somewhat already started planning on coming to see you.
2: Yo, uh, I just haven't, like, go.
4: like... It's kind of to the point of me just putting... Uh, uh, Enough money aside to be able to take the time off of work and, and also contacting you about like hey, about like finalizing the details of it, like when, where and all that stuff. Yo. And also also how much money do I need to bring for the gay bars? Because oh, when wow. I going to be going to the gay bars, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'd
1: say save save a little more and make the transatlantic trip.
0: Yo <laughs>
1: You know get, what? Get yourself down to druid towers.
4: You know what? I'll I'll come over there and I'll make sure I'll you guys actually press the record button for the the in person <laughs> podcast. Dude,
0: it's gonna Yo. be. Druid comes to the airport to pick me up, and there's like four other people from the community with me, and I'm just like, "Yo, what's up?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna feel like some kind of messiah picking <laughs> everyone up. Like, right. wow. Can't wait to tell my mom how many people from America have can see me. All uh,
0: right. right.
1: It
4: made me think of Marty Python, The Life of Brian.
0: He is the Messiah. Yeah, I'm just
1: a, <laughs> uh, yeah but I am just a naughty boy. I mean. He's a naughty,
2: a naughty boy, Jared.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm glad I know how to summon you now. It's just basically be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah, <it's, laughs> I'm easy. Yeah, oh, that's fucking great. I love that. I love that so well, much.
1: If you want to, if listeners at home, if you want to summon summon me into your uh, living room, just uh, follow the Ginger Talks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow it. and get the numbers up. I've been watching that graph, um, like like the fucking Wolf of Wall Street looks at stock, man.
0: Dude, it's it's <laughs> fucking wild. I can't help but like check it out, like every couple of days because I'm just like, holy fuck, dude! Like holy fuck! You
1: know, you know, you know, if we're soft bragging now, when like one person a day is like listening to the podcast, imagine. <laughs> Imagine if we, like, actually get anywhere with it.
0: Oh, my God, dude.
1: You won't be... Like, we'll, we'll like, start, like, celebrating ourselves to the point where you, like, <laughs> fucking hate us. Right. Like, I'll be having a date with my own personal Jill, man. <laughs> like, I, I already am. Like, we, we, we hit uh 420 unique downloads. Oh, my like, recently. Yeah, Very we did. Recently. Um... <laughs> Oh, not gonna lie,
4: I do I I do some advertising for you guys whenever anybody asks me if I'm if I've listened to any uh, good podcasts recently. Aww. I always drop the the ginger yeah. snaps.
1: Well, he says, "Well, I've not listened to any good ones,
4: but, <laughs> but I have listened is. to this one that I'm going to be that on."
1: Is that I know that one exists.
4: All right, I know of a podcast.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, it's not like a, it, you know. Um, It's not the Joe Rogan, like, it's not the Joe Rogan experience, but, I mean, like... (laughs) Because it's
3: better.
0: It's
1: (laughs) like, there's so much more weed involved.
0: (laughs) I was talking to my brother-in-law when I was home, and he goes, when did podcasts become so popular? And I said, when people stopped listening to the fucking radio, because it's just basically, like, fucking talk radio, but about uh, crazy amounts of different things. And he goes, holy shit, you're right. And I was like... I know, and we haven't even started drinking today. Let's go! <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
1: well, I, I, I'm so ready to uh, like start making horrific statements. Like, I'm the Howard Stern of the 2020s.
0: Oh my god!
1: Like, yes. What's what, what's that about, Mick Jagger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about Mick Jagger? Huh? Oh, he's got that woman. He's like, I love Mick Jagger. And then Mick Jagger's there in the studio. Like, I say whatever I like. <laughs> <laughs> Just you shut your mouth. I'm Mick
0: Jagger. Well, I think we got time for maybe one more question. Unless Drew you've got some. Yeah, Do you have I, any? I've
1: got. I've got one.
0: Oh shit! Let's go. Uh,
1: I want to one Dylan, friend of the podcast. Yo,
0: what's up? Nice.
1: He he asks uh, oh, <laughs> this is something I didn't want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Druid talks shit on the Marvel cinema- cinematic universe so much. Uh, <laughs> guest on the podcast, do you think he's unreasonable with his views? Oh.
4: You know what's funny is is I was actually recent very recently listening to the one with Andy uh, um <laughs> and I know you talked a lot of shit about Marvel during that one, but I don't think you're wrong like they're very formulaic with their their movies thank you um they have gotten like they, they 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 definitely ramp it up and go try to be as epic and cover up the formula as much as possible, which I think they do a really good job of covering it up, but like the formula's still there. It's 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 very yeah. textbook with it. Mind you, I really do like the movies cause I don't like living in my life. I, I I hate myself a lot. Um so any chance I get to to imagine other life and other worlds, I appreciate.
3: Mm-hmm. Um
4: But yeah, you are I, I feel you are very accurate with um with some of the stuff, though there's yeah. some of the things like like you mentioned, who the fuck's Moon Knight? I have known of Moon Knight for a while. I like Moon Knight. I, appreciate that. I think. <laughs> hey hey hey. hey. No, I'm joking. I was actually I'm very excited when they said they're going to be doing a, a a real Moon Knight. I just hope they live up to it. Um, and and yeah, I I I really don't think you're you're inaccurate or too harsh with your your statements on Marvel.
1: Especially with how Disney is, like fuck. Well, you know, I'll say it again. I just think it's an. I think it's an equation. It's not. It's not a passion project. It's an equation. Mm -hmm. And uh, when artistic expression, because I can tell that this is a sarcastic comment because he's put Druid in fucking italics. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh yeah so-called druid uh you know and to be fair I, I like i was quietly waiting for someone to uh disagree with me on this point uh i'll say i don't think you can disagree on any level that it's a fucking equation and you're you know through the marvel cinematic universe you're uh you know whether you enjoy it or not, it doesn't matter. Like if you enjoy it, you enjoy it, and like I can't take that away from you. Yeah. And I would not dare to take enjoyment from someone else's life. But what I'll say is, it's like it's there's a cynical process of elimination happening in those boardrooms that see you as nothing but uh, an ass on a seat, right? Money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, it's the it's the name of the game. Uh, they're yeah. not passion projects. Kevin Kevin Feige looks like um, the dad that doesn't turn up to your fucking soccer games
3: <laughs> with
1: that fucking hat and that like you know that shit going on and uh, like everyone wants to know what he thinks about like other movies
2: mm-hmm. and I don't uh,
1: like. Personally, I don't care what Kevin Feige has to say about anything.
2: Like, get fucked.
0: So here's- Marvel,
2: Marvel, fuck Marvel. Marvel's trash.
0: <laughs> here's the thing is, movies are formulaic because people still spend the money on them. Movies will yeah. stay formulaic, but think about it with any <clears throat> fucking any fucking video game you play that involves other people like a multiplayer game Dead by Daylight is literally the same thing over and over and over again but the thing that makes it fun is what we take out of it fucking a game can be so dumb like a, a movie a movie no. can be fucking just just awful but because I just turn off my brain and let the the monkey part of my brain just like ah movie funny haha ha, giggle ooh big punch big mad like if like I'm fucking like I can turn off my brain and enjoy something and still know it's a f- it's formulaic Yeah like Yeah yeah but
1: also not really my point because I yeah. don't I don't think they're formulaic as such, but I think that it's there's like there's a level of thinking there that is cynical mm-hmm. and and preys on your ideas of what you're excited about, and it is like I guess you know I promised myself I wouldn't talk about this again, but <laughs> the fact that you put the fact that you put Druid in it. Like italics.
3: It's like <laughs> fuck,
1: fuck you. Stop listening now. If you're listening to me now, I want I Fuck you.
3: Um,
1: uh, <laughs> no, please keep listening, please. Keep <laughs> no, no, uh, um, no. I don't. I don't like the idea of a corporation playing with nostalgia, playing with positive emotions in a way that personally gains them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In such a passion, because I see the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a like an ultimately passionless environment, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and 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 I and I feel like I'm going to get vaccinated rather than watching a film. And I loved Spider Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. I I really liked it, you know. But throughout enjoying it, I was aware that the whole reason I was enjoying it was because someone realized that i was a gap in the marvel market and to get me in my ass into the seat and paying for the ticket was to um molly back (laughs) yeah bring kobe back bruh yeah not not kobe toby yeah Yeah. (laughs) Bring Kobe back to the Lakers, man. Um, man. No, but you see what I mean?
4: I was like half an hour away when the crash happened. Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Well, uh, after hearing that information, bring Toby back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's... Yeah. Let die the Kobe you love, or suffer the little
1: children. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry, Green Goblin. That was like the worst Green Goblin, like Willem. Like, yeah, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Oh. Uh, perennial villain, Willem. De- but you know, you hear what I'm saying. Like when corporations get involved in art to mm-hmm. such a degree as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you think I'm going to roll over and suck uh, Kevin Feige's cheese ridden ridden dick you've got Uh, another thing coming buddy uh like i'm sorry i don't care about moon knight i don't care about dr strange particularly even though he's got a charming way about him and (laughs) and wily off color jokes uh towards his like uh more formal subordinates Uh, I understand that Paul Rudd is young forever. Yes. I understand that... um, He's a vampire, so... Yeah, well, I understand all that, of course. And um, I understand that, um, you know, the Eternals is a misguided piece of shit that deserves to go the way of the woolly mammoth. (laughs) It's not going to make me... like Whether or not I enjoy the movies... It's not going to make me appreciate the process that goes into it. I think it's cynical, and that's the last I will ever say about Marvel.
0: No, it's on
1: on the podcast
0: for now. Irish fact.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, part of the question, part of the question, I feel that Ginger's not answered is like, what do you think about the fact that I keep talking about it? Like, should I just stop?
0: I don't. It it doesn't bother me because here's the thing we are self-referential to so many things so often that like and it's it's whether we mean to or not it just kind of fucking happens so you talking about marvel is just something where it's just like oh wait did he Wait, he didn't talk about Marvel today? Wait, what? He's
1: doing it. He's doing it again. Like, <laughs> what? To, to the point where we should do a merch drop with me taking a dump on Kevin Foggy's baseball cap.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if that one would make it through.
1: <laughs> no. All right. Well, uh, what? You're on Foggy's payroll.
0: Fuck no. If I was on Foggy's payroll. I wish I
4: was, not going to lie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I,
4: yeah. I wouldn't mind being on that payroll. I Just saying.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. F- well, well. well as, as a
0: payroll, we wouldn't have a Patreon. Uh, <laughs> as,
1: as a British person, maybe I'm just jealous that Tom Holland got the role and not me. You, you definitely um, should have gotten the role, it's fine, yeah, uh, Tom, Tom Holland is like,
2: oh, please, can I have a? Can I have some more,
0: sir? <laughs> it's the okay. amount that you rip on Tom Holland that fucking kills me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, please, sir. Which, to
4: be fair, I honestly think that he's the best Spider-Man,
0: and uh, I can give
4: actual reasons why I say that. All right. So, all right. so, so bre- breaking down, Tobey Maguire is like hands down one of the greatest Spider-Man. Yes. All right, like that's that's just undeniable, and that, so he he is definitely like a very very close second, and he was a really good Peter Parker,
3: mm-hmm.
4: just like like playing a Peter Parker. Yeah, he was like the young nerdy or whatever. But he was still a really good Peter Parker. Whereas Andrew Garfield was kind of more jockish in his Peter Parker. Like, he was, he, he stu- stood up to the boys too much as Peter
1: Parker.
0: Yes.
4: But but Andrew Garfield was a very good Spider-Man.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, can, can I say, like, Andrew Garfield, you may as well have called it um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, uh, Andrew Garfield's pro skater too.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Red, you've totally beat me on graffiti mode, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I can't. I
1: like for some reason I can't say Garfield. I keep saying Grafield. Graffield. <laughs> Graffield. <laughs> but, uh, like, but, but like, you know, Tom, Tom Holland's in Toy 13s DMs, going, "Oh,
2: please, please, Joe.
1: Can, no." Can but um.
2: Please, check, but, can, can you make sure I'm the best Spider-Man? <laughs> but uh, I'm so
4: problem is, I think I'm, he did he did a really good job of being both Peter Parker and Spider-Man instead of just one or the other.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's
4: where personally he he would be put as as like well, the best of the three, but he, but very very close second, like by half a point, as Tobey Maguire. Like I, I he, think Tom barely beats him out.
1: I think I think Tom Holland. gets gets the points for uh, not succumbing to what I call the Grease effect. You know the movie Greece, mm-hmm. where like uh, John Ru- Yeah, the, all these 30-year-olds playing high school students in Greece. <laughs> like
3: mm-hmm.
1: like Tom Holloway Tom, Tom Holloway. Tom Holland <laughs> doesn't succumb to, to the the Greece effect because he he's he's the only person that's played Spider-Man that looks like he should be in high school. Mhm.
2: And uh he also has this way about him. He's like nuts in the world, you. Yeah. Please, Kevin Feige, can I have a crumb of the, of the profits of the film? I'd love that. No. So I can I can bring I, I can bring a lovely jewel, a token of my love, to Zendaya, <laughs> uh, from t- 2021's infamous sci fi thriller, June, as we've learnt it's actually part one of June. <laughs> so she's going to leave me again to go filming for that. But I, I'm not resentful. I'm playing Nathan Drake. <laughs> A delicious little role. It's like Indiana Jones. Uh, but for people that play games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's lovely. Lav- it's
4: lav- he I've heard Tom Holland really regrets taking that role.
1: Yeah, Uh, uh, and well, well, you know, it's what I was saying. Like the grease effect. Like he plays a high school student really well,
3: Mm -hmm. but
1: he he surely cannot play like a weathered guy in his mid thirties looking for fucking rubies very well. He (laughs) doesn't.
2: Because because I've already found a ruby in my love, Zendaya.
4: Uh, and I found the jewel that I need.
2: <laughs> it's called a ma- it's called a mother's love, and I really, I really thank her for putting me through drama school as a young boy, because now I'm Spider Man.
0: Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> I, I, so I love that you make him sound like he's this waspy wispy dude when he, he speaks a little bit more gusto than that, but. I fucking, like, every comic book video game movie is utter trash. But boy, do I fucking love it.
3: Mm.
4: Okay, if we're going to talk about video games being turned into movies that are absolute trash, no Tomb Raider movie will ever be decent until she has triangular tits.
1: Just saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> when
4: she has triangle boobs, then uh. it'll be a good
1: so yeah, tutor <laughs> Ch- says Madonna. Madonna in the eighties for Lara Croft.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly.
1: So poly- polygonal breasts. Like the the only thing that they, that like breasts so pointy could breastfeed are authentic
4: cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> it we bring it back around full circle.
1: Yeah, okay. well,
4: and well, we've well, come full
0: the... circle. <sighs>
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I regret every. I regret everything. <laughs> Please regret
3: nothing.
2: <laughs> I regret signing on as Nathan Drake. No, god damn it! The, the the Nathan Drake he's Indiana Jones for people with uh, Ritalin.
0: Oh my god. Well, I think that uh, that's pretty much our guest questions. Uh, we did have one that was a big old meme. "Does Bruno Mars is gay?" And that makes me uh, the giggle-giggle, but we know the answer to that. <laughs> um, uh,
1: does
4: the Bruno Mars is gay? Um, that depends, and that's
1: right. all I'm gonna say. Right? Uh, I've got a very, stri- I've got a very straight answer to this question. By the way, I've been, think- I've been thinking about it all evening.
0: Um, <laughs> a very straight answer to does Bruno Mars is gay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Bruno Mars is not gay. He's the guy that pretends to be. Um, understanding and, but ends up being like a soft boy piece of shit. (laughs) He's like, he's like the guy that like says like, oh, don't like, hey, hey, babe. Uh, I know you might not know obscure musical artists like Michael Jackson, (laughs) but I'm ready to educate
2: you as a man.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
2: I mean. I, I, hey babe, I know you might know, you, you might not know this obscure little artist by the name of the Beatles, but I'm here to
1: explain it to you. And then you go, like, oh, fuck off, you piece of shit, Bruno Mars. And he goes, you're easy. And then, and then he gets like screenshotted on an Instagram profile. And nobody knows it's Bruno
3: Mars
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like He's just like a shithead jock The whole time He's like You know Emotionally abusive Disgusting (laughs) Horrible He's Bruno Mars And he's making money Off you and I Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Let's protest Bruno Mars together As a podcast community
0: I mean I Cool (laughs) Let's fuck it up. Let's fuck it up. You they, know I'm up for chaos. Well,
1: well, you know you know what they say? Women are from Venus and men are from Mars. Bruno and then, Mars. And then there's Bruno. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> then there's sweet little Bruno. Oh fuck. Uh, and that's a po- and that's a podcast, everyone. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> Chewy, thank you so much for joining us for this episode Absolutely. of the podcast.
4: Thank you so much for for asking me on.
0: I hope that you had the most fun.
4: Oh, it was it was amazing. My my cheekbones or cheekbones, my my cheeks and stomach hurt from laughing.
0: Good.
1: Yeah, he's got authentic cheekbones. After today, he's mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, got like the handsome Squidward um, Instagram filter just constantly oh on his face. Okay, oh one God. of my roommates actually bought
4: a handsome Squidward painting, and we have it as decor in our uh, apartment.
0: That's wonderful. <laughs> it's amazing. I fucking love that. Yeah, and what and
1: what's and what's shipping like from a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god so uh, chewy my friend thank yes. you so much yeah.
1: thank you for yeah being chewy there. i've got chewy I've got one last thing to say to you as a goodbye it's this <laughs> <laughs>
4: But well, that means quite a lot, lot to me, Drew. Thank you. Um, though I, I don't know why you'd want me to put a shoe there, but I, I appreciate it anyway.
1: Uh, it was actually, it was actually a pre pre recorded message from Doc Macula. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Usurper uh, of the Star Trek franchise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Chewie, where can the listeners find you?
4: Um. I, hold on, I actually have a tweeter, though I haven't really used or posted or anything on the Twitter yet.
0: Really? Because I tried um, to tag you on Twitter and I couldn't fucking, you just didn't show up and it made me real big sag.
4: Um, It's like ChewToy13T or some shit.
0: Oh Lord. Let me pull it up right now. But I oh, think God. I actually follow you. Do you? Because I couldn't fucking find you.
1: I'm yeah, following you. Chew toy I'm going to follow right now yeah. and you should too as the listener
4: I'm I'm following Ginger Snaps 67
0: what the fuck yeah mm. uh. Uh. Chew
1: toy. what what was that again for the listeners at home ChewToy13 T
4: ChewToy13T it's a capital T at the end and a capital C at the beginning
1: fucking hell all right, taskmaster. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking knock.
4: <laughs> um and the ChewToy13 on Twitch. Um I do plan on getting other social media media's set up when I'm able to, but I am very socially declined. As I am aesthetically declined.
1: Go fuck so. yourself with that. No chance.
4: Hey, I don't know what style is. I wear cargo shorts to work every day.
3: <laughs> oh, well, I love it. <laughs>
1: well, for you, there is truly no hope. Uh, there is no uh, hope for me. Like a uh, Chad trad- Chad Kroger fashion sense. Only a hero can save us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe I'll let that play out on the podcast. Like And
2: watching us, watching us. <laughs>
1: For for the Spider Man?
2: Yes. <laughs>